Welcome, everybody, episode 146 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Today we are talking about Child of Light. Uh, I'm going to do the date. Today's May 10th, 2014. I keep forgetting to do that, but one of these days I'll start remembering. I actually have to put it in my notes to remember. But yeah, we're going to be talking about Child of Light, and we've actually all played it, which is nice, so we can all I know, I chime in on that. the conversation. That's the first time in a little while, I think. Quite a while. So... Uh, so that'll be our main segment. Uh, does anyone have anything they want to tease? Um, I'm going to be talking about the new Share Factory feature that uh, got put into the PS4 update. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it, other than Child of Light. Okay. Will, what do you got? I played a game of MLB The Show, but we're doing an episode on that, ne- Yep, right? next week will be our so, MLB The Show episode. That I you, should rent that. You're going to have to carry. Oh, uh, yeah, if Eric rents it, that'd be great. I can get it for PS3. Okay. Yeah. No, not yeah. Other than That's... nothing, really. Okay, Corey, you have anything to tease? No, sir. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Mario Golf. Oh yeah, okay. uh, me too. <laughs> we all we all played that a little bit. Uh, I also played the game I got for Easter a little bit, uh, Zero Escape Virtues Last Reward. So I'll be talking about a little bit about that, and then a little Dark Souls too. Probably won't escape a, a little Dark Souls talk. So, all right, let's get right into the main segment. Uh, Child of Light, developed by Ubisoft Montreal and published by Ubisoft. It's a platformer RPG with an ATB, or Active Time Battle, battle system. Stars a young girl named Aurora, who is the daughter of an Austrian duke, who awakens in a mythical world called Lemuria and has to figure out a way to get back to her father. It's kind of the, the, the plot. Obviously, if you've seen anything about the game, you notice right away the, the very nice-looking art style. Uh, and if you've listened to the music, the music is also fantastic. So I have the soundtrack. Oh, do you? Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get it. Uh, I'll do a brief rundown of the mechanics, and then we'll we'll talk about it. Most of the game takes place in a platform-esque setting where you control Aurora. Obviously, uh, pretty early on in the game, you get the ability to fly. So all the platforming consists of uh, avoiding dangerous obstacles and enemies, etc. Uh, because Child of Light is an RPG. Uh, Aurora and her companion have their own hit points, magic points, abilities, stats, and skill points that can be uh, sunk into leveling up your abilities and, and whatnot. Skill tree. Skill tree, yep. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's similar to Far Cry 3. I didn't it really is. get that, but it's just as you level up, you know, you, you unlock your next ability. So that's 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 kind of how it works. Um, as, as far as equipment goes, all the characters can equip elemental gemstones known as oculi, uh, which can be upgraded and combined to have better and different bonuses. Uh, independently of Aurora, the player or co-op partner controls Igniculus, who is a little, a little blue orb-like creature, uh, known as a firefly. Uh, Igniculus can fly around and open up treasure chests, collect wishes that heal hit points and magic points. Uh, he can also glow, which is kind of his ability, uh, which can be used to solve some puzzles, blind enemies on the platforming screens, uh, heal Aurora, and also do effects during combat, which I'll get to in just a minute. Combat is initiated uh, when you come into contact with an on-screen enemy. Uh, it gives the player uh, the option of bypassing combat if you 
uh, just want to blow past all the all the guys you you can fight you you can do that but I, I didn't know. know that yeah yeah you can just go past a I lot didn't, of them I didn't skip a one I fought most things so far too uh, let's see if it, uh, where was I see I uh, when I stopped handwriting my notes it was good because I can read my notes but now I lose my place frequently <laughs> uh, <laughs> combat is an issue when you come come into contact with an on-screen enemy uh, yeah, gives the player option of bypassing combat. If Aurora is contacted by the enemy unaware, uh, she is quote unquote ambushed, giving the enemies the first opportunity to, to attack. So you kind of want to avoid that, especially as you get later on in the game, they can do some damage to you right, right off the bat. That's huge to avoid that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but if Aurora is able to sneak and con- sneak contact the enemy from behind, the player is given a surprise attack, allowing Aurora and her companions to attack first, which is very useful yes. uh, to get the first couple of hits in uh, start off the, the, the battle on the right foot. Uh, combat. Combat uses the active time battle system similar to older Final Fantasy games. On the bottom of the screen is the ATB meter with little pictures of all the enemies and allies on the combat map. Uh, they'll rise on the meter independently based on the speed stat, so that's important. Uh, until they hit the red part of the bar when the casting for attacks begins. Uh, yes. <laughs> different attacks and spells have time frames needed to cast. Uh, all different. Ranges from, from very short attack times to very long attack times. What are you doing over there, Corey? Corey and I are having a chat battle in the chat. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Like it, Like a dance-off, kind of? Yeah. Nice. Uh, short casting time will obviously close the gap to the end of the bar very quickly, allowing for your character to attack more quickly. Uh, if you get hit during your, the casting section while getting ready to attack, your attack is interrupted, which is very important strategically, especially later on in the game again, because uh, you, you knock your progress down to the beginning of the bar. Uh, that can be very devastating if you don't time your attacks correctly. Uh, but you can also defend. If you hit defend, if you know you're going to get hit before you're going to be able to get your attack off, you can hit defend. Uh, it halves, halves the damage, or but but you can level up that stat to, to take even less damage as, as the game progresses. Uh, similarly, if you hit an enemy while it's casting, it has the same effect. You knock them down the, the progress bar. And then during battle, Igniculus can be used to heal your party members or slow the pace of your enemies, which is extremely useful. But he has a, a blue bar, too. Uh, and once his blue bar runs out, you have to either collect the wishes, which refill the blue bar, or use a Firefly Potion, which also refills the bar. So that's kind of the, the basic gist of the game. Uh, Eric, I'm going to get to your thoughts first because you played the most Child of Light out of all of us, I, I think, right? I beat Child of Light. Well yeah. done, sir. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a, been a while for me to beat a game. Uh, you know, you, I'll add it to the list right now and let yeah. you know what your last one was. Yeah, it's probably embarrassing. South Park? Yep. Sound right? It's yeah. not that bad. No, I guess that's not. That came out in March? Early My March. total's not good. Mm. Mine's worse. But that's neither here nor there. Right, right. right. Um, yeah. So it probably took me about 12, maybe 13 hours. I tend to go a little slower than what um, other people do on like how long to beat. It probably took me closer to 13 hours. I did it in three sittings. P- uh, PS4 version. PS4, yeah. I played it on PS4. Uh, like Dan said, first thing you're going to notice is awesome. The art style is probably the best, most appealing looking game for me that I've seen in, in quite a while. I yeah. think it just looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's all like hand-painted watercolor yes. backgrounds and people and characters. It's, it's very nice looking. Yeah. Now, it looks fantastic. The music, um, also really good. I don't notice the music as much as you guys. I don't feel like in a lot of games, but um, especially towards the end of the game, um, 
the feeling that you get from the music and the art style and just the, the like ambiance that the game puts off mm-hmm. is just great. And it, it pulled me right into mm-hmm. it, you know, it just pulls you right in. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters, I actually found myself really enjoying the characters, all of the different people that you can have in your party. I mm-hmm. liked quite a bit. They um, seem to be pretty different yeah, from each other. They you, you absolutely don't, were. They're not like copies or clones of of this, you know, of someone else. Exactly, you know? and and that's that's a feeling that I never really get out of JRPGs. And I know that, I mean, you guys can probably talk more about that than I can. I don't really have a ton of experience with JRPGs, but I just feel like either there's too much going on and it's too complicated for me to want to figure out, like mm-hmm. with the different job classes and shit like that. But I thought this game did a good job of having different characters with different abilities, but keeping it simple enough for somebody like me who doesn't want that much depth to it. Right. I thought it was just right. Right. Same thing with the time of the game. I thought it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, just the right length. Yeah, just the right length. It gave me what I wanted out of a, an RPG platformer. I, really, they, they did all of that kind of stuff very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the characters... Uh, did anybody else beat it? No. No. Okay. Yeah, so I, I don't know how many characters you guys have unlocked. I've got four Okay, so there's more for you then. Okay. I can't remember how many you get. Or is um, it five now? I think it's five now. Four, five. Yeah, I don't remember how you get total. What I mostly ended up doing for a lot of the game was I would use Aurora, who had light spells, Mm -hmm. as my damage dealer if it was a dark creature Mm -hmm. that I was fighting or dark creatures that I was fighting. And then I would have a tank to take up the damage mm-hmm. and later on in the game you actually get a, a pretty good tank that soaks up a lot of damage and can taunt the opponents so they only attack that person that's great unless they do an attack that will hit multiple people but um that's how i basically played for quite a bit of the game um so i would switch between aurora and my mage um and use the elemental depending on you know if i'm fighting a fire creature i'd mm-hmm. hit it with water obviously i've been using finn a lot too yeah uh, I like Finn quite a bit. Mm-hmm. My probably my favorite party character. Okay. Did you get Robert yet? See the mouse. Yes. Yeah. Just got him. He, okay. I didn't end up using him until later on, but he was really useful. Okay. Especially against the final boss. Okay. Um, for me personally, and that right. could just be the way that I I picked his skills. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing I really enjoyed was picking the skills and the skill tree was really cool. Um, Tito. One of our fans was watching watching me play, and I was telling him how much I really enjoyed the skill tree and how it's set up and just kind of the strategy that goes into it because a couple of the characters you could build the same way, but, you know, if you think about the strategy of it, you could build Robert has a couple of the same abilities that I think maybe one of the Jesters has mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So it's picking different skills to have a certain kind of character in your back pocket if you need it. Yep. And one of the things that I really liked about the combat system was that you could switch out your party as yeah. many times as you want. I just figured out that you could do that. Yeah. Like, maybe the last time I played Child of it's Light. It's so cool how you can do that because there were times where it was just getting to a point where what I was doing, and this was mostly in boss fights. I actually found this game to be really easy aside from a few of the boss fights, and Tito actually caught most of the boss fights that I really was... Okay into and were intense for me that was actually a ton of fun when Mm -hmm. it happened but that was few and far between um yeah so switching out the party members like it it got to a point for me where what i was trying to do with my normal setup with the tank and aurora or my other mage just wasn't working out so i was like well i'm gonna have to try something different 
So that's when I would pull out another character, and if that didn't work, I could switch that character out, and it just allows you to keep trying different things yeah. within a fight while still being able to keep afloat and not restarting the fight, mm-hmm. which would be a pain in my ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, with the boss fight, the final boss fight, I was... I thought I was dead for sure. Both of my characters were really low on hit points. I was like, I'm I'm totally fucked. But it just worked out perfectly with the timing of the attack line mm-hmm. that I was able to switch a party members out. I was able to cast um, Hinder with Robert, mm-hmm. but I had Hinder all, so it slowed the entire team down that I was up against, and it just worked out perfectly and allowed me to beat it on the first try. But it would have sucked if I didn't because I was probably you know, a good five, ten minutes into the fight. And in a video game length, when you're in, like, just one fight, that that feels like a while. Yeah. I've um, read, too, the, the party swapping thing is especially useful if you play the game on, on harder difficulties. Oh, I'm sure That you is. almost have to do that, I've, even, like, during regular battles. They're changing the name of the difficulties, I heard. Oh, are they? Because right now it's normal and hard, mm-hmm. and I so think they're changing it to casual and hard. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably pretty tough on hard, and it would force you to use the party switching. I could definitely see that, and I would encourage you to do that anyway, mm-hmm. because like I said, you can definitely tell a difference when you have those characters out, and it's it's cool to see, like, you'd pull Robert out even just for one turn, just so he could hit them with Hinder and slow them all down, because the speed of the attacks is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So important. And have him come out and slow everybody down, and get your characters to sometimes perform two moves before they can even do one is such a big advantage. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely recommend focusing on getting spells that speed you up and slow the other team down. Yep. That, that's why I use, um, what's her name? Nora. Nora. The sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so characters, let's see what else I had. Uh, battle system we've been talking about. I, I love the battles. I think it's really it's really cool. It's 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 strategic, which it's is super which, strategic. which is nice. Uh, uh, but but it's the same same type of thing where where you can go as deep as you want, or yeah. you can go as shallow as you want. Because yep. you could like not do any of the igniculous stuff if you don't mm-hmm. want to, or you could just have them like heal your own but party. You should. Well, yeah, you should because <laughs> I think part of the fun of the game is is using igniculous to your to your to and your strategizing right now. which guy you should have him slow down. Yep. Or should you heal your characters? Yep. Because you have to take into account that he's only got a limited amount of power to yep. give. So it's like, well, shit, do I slow the other team down? Or do I heal my guy? Are they going to kill me if I don't heal him? Or, right. you know, you got you to gotta plan that all out. And that's what uh, Tito was noticing, too, while I was playing. He's like, it's crazy how you have to think so far ahead. Because there were times, especially in the boss fights, where it was, like, getting down to the nitty-gritty. And it's like, I'm right on that edge where... I could kill them with one more big spell hit, but I might get interrupted while I'm trying to cast it Which is and brutal. just totally fuck my plan up. Yeah. And you have to, you know, kind of balance that. Do, should you defend here instead of casting your spell? That way, you know... When you defend, you should I should say, it speeds you up for your next round, mm-hmm. oh. which is very helpful. So if you defend a couple times in a row, and I've noticed if you defend twice in a row, sometimes you won't take any damage Oh wow! with the next hit. Okay. Um, that's not every time, but sometimes. Right. So yeah, there were times where I was, I, I wanted, you know how badly you have, you think maybe I have one more hit and I'll win, mm-hmm. but it's just like, I really should just defend here and play it safe. And that's what I usually ended up doing. There were a couple times I didn't. Um, but yeah, I love how you have to strategize if you should 
defend, cast a spell? Am I going to get interrupted? Do I should I heal the other guy? Should I use a potion here? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just really cool to be in those battles, especially the big boss fights where yeah. it boss takes fights a little, are really good. Yeah, they're really good. It just takes a little bit longer and a little more thought, mm-hmm. and I really like that about the fights. Um, the story I enjoyed. Nothing earth-shattering, but I liked it. That seems to be the consensus about yeah. Child of Light 2 is that... And some people put that as a knock against it. Um, I, I, I can't see that personally. because Yeah. Uh, because of, of, of what the game is and the context I know the game in. Like, the, the guy that created Child of Light created it for his 10-year-old daughter. So oh, she, did he? So she could play an RPG. Yeah. Um, and, and that's who the game is, like, kind of targeted towards. Is, is kids and, and, you know, maybe first-time RPG players and not someone who is used to playing uh, Dark Souls, you mm-hmm. know? It, it's a completely different... It's aimed at a different different type of person. Yeah. Not saying that someone who loves Dark Souls won't enjoy um, Child of Light, because obviously we do. We, we, we do so. <laughs> um, and Tito says in the chat, he said there were certain points in the battles that he was watching where there was nothing going on that would last for like a minute or two because I was trying to think of what I should do next. Oh, okay, yeah. Because when your character comes up, it pauses... Basically, it pauses the battle and gives you time to decide what you want to do. And there were literally times where I was just like, "I this could totally just fuck up this fight if I do the wrong thing here. So yeah. I was really trying to think about it. And, yeah, it, it it kind of builds more intensity. One of the things I like to do during that, too, is is if, if Nicholas needs to be refilled, that's when I'll scroll over yep. to, the, to, the, to the wish tree yep. thing and uh, refill my you know hit points a little yeah. bit but igniculus is and i like how bar. the wish trees regenerate mm-hmm. throughout battle yeah especially during like lo- like you said long boss yeah. fights uh because you burn through those really quickly you do and you're like crap you know now i have to wait or you if you have a firefly elixir or whatever and then can... when one pops up it's like oh sweet yeah thank god and you just like rush over yep. to it and get it <laughs> And uh, I don't. I think they put just the right amount in of mm-hmm. regeneration, so it's not too much. So you don't feel overpowered. Exactly. Um, because if you could use him a lot, it would be really advantageous. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a good job of putting balance in mm-hmm. to that. Um, but yeah, I think those are the most of the things that I really like about it. Um, I only have one dislike. I, I guess it could be two dislikes. The poetry part of it is really bad. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. But it could be helped if it was voice acted yeah. and read the way that they want it to be read. I, that was one of my my primary thoughts. And, yeah. and when, when I was reading the dialogue for Child of Light, it made me think of children's books. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and me not used to reading aloud, really. Yeah. Uh, you you kind of have to read it multiple times in order to get the flow of the yeah. rhyme right. And even and, sometimes and, doing that, you don't get it. Right. Exactly. So so we and we talked about this uh, amongst ourselves that I, I think v- the voice acting would have done a, a, yeah. a great service to this game because you would have heard the the right flow and everything exactly um, from the voice actor, voice actors of the of the rhymes and stuff. And I agree with that. And I read some some reviews said that the the poetry was felt forced sometimes, mm-hmm. and I would agree with that yeah, too. There were sometimes it was just kind of corny, and you're like, "Yeah, it's kind of stupid." Yeah. Um, but that's really my only complaint, and it didn't take me away from the game at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I've told a couple of people if it wasn't for Dark Souls, this would probably be my game of the year so far. Really? I I fucking loved it. Yeah, okay. loved it. I couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah, I'm in love with it too. It's it's really fantastic so far. Yeah. Um, Corey. Yeah. Just hear your thoughts, because I know I know you weren't as in love with it as as me and Eric and and Will. So uh, I'm not. We'll get, and we'll I get think your Eric's description of it was a good one, um, but that's part of the reason why I'm not as into it as he is. You know, the whole uh, depth and, and stuff like that. Because um, if I'm playing a, a JRPG style game, I want something that's gonna you know 
suck me in and keep me there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not saying I disliked it. I just didn't love it, and there's really nothing drawing me back to it. Um, I would. I'm echoing really bad. Can you guys hear the echo? No. Somebody else want to talk? Well, we'll go I, ahead. I see. I can't do it. Like I. We'll go ahead. Sorry. I mean, pretty much everything Eric said was pretty much my exact same thoughts. You know, all the ca- different characters are really cool. I'm not as nearly as far as you three, I don't think. I don't know about Corey, but I'm definitely not as far as you two. Um, so, I mean, I've only had like five hours, six hours, because I've been really busy. That's but a good chunk. I'm about the same, about oh, really? five, five or six hours. Probably, I would I would guess about halfway through. Who was the last party member that you got? The mouse. The Robert. mouse. Okay, I haven't gotten that far Is that yet. about halfway through, would you say? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, like I said, I just got the sister. Okay. That's who I got. Oh, so, you got a ways to go. So I'm like maybe three then, four. Yeah, you got a ways to go. He's yeah. about. You're about a third. A third of the game. All right. Will, did you guess. get to where the mice live? Mm, no, I think I'm just kind of fighting to level up a little bit right now. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the one thing I did notice in the game is like the first like before you like you go like right after you get your sword and stuff like that in the first couple fights, I noticed how really easy. It is, but I think the game definitely picked up on the difficulty of fighting. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it on the harder difficulty, though. Oh, are you? Oh, good. Which is hard. Yeah. Pretty hard. Normal fights, like, I, I get destroyed. Hmm. Um, not destroyed, but, like, you know, I have to, like, think my way through everything like that. It'd probably be fun, though. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really like um, the Oculi system, too, and that, being able to mix and match oh, different stuff. Because, yep. uh, you know, if you use a ruby, you know, and you put it on your sword, you do your fire damage. Fire damage. But if you put it on your armor, it does it protects you from fire. Like, you don't right. take as much fire damage. And there's another thing that you can put it. It's like accessory. It's, you know, quote-unquote accessory yeah. slot. I don't know what exactly like, what it is. Um, I think it, it does boost to speed, uh, maybe hit points, magic points. Stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So the, yeah, I mean it does that, and there's the the emerald, which is lightning, the sapphire, which is water, and then then there's the ruby for fire. Mm-hmm. So those there's, are the... there's citrinate, citrate. Yeah, because you can combine them too into into like Amethyst. different colors. Oh yeah, that's right. Amethyst, diamond, diamond, diamonds. Onyx. I've, been, I've been making a lot of diamonds. Have you? Huh. Yeah. See, I wasn't able to. There's onyx towards the end. Um. Like the Pokemon? And then there's a jewel you start with, and I can't... Aaron? Is it Aaron's <coughs> or something? Yeah, I can't remember the names. I don't remember what it is. But yeah, I, I liked the Oculi stuff. I didn't... I don't know if it makes a huge difference, but it's just a no. little something extra it, they threw in there for it's you. It's something that I do that makes me think it's helping. Yeah. Uh, it might not be helping, but... I put, I put the... Because the diamond one on your armor, do, or clothes, or whatever, does... Uh, dan- uh, not damage bonus. Bonus experience. So I put that on yeah. Aurora so I could level her up faster. Okay. See, I didn't use any of that. All right. Any of the experience bonus. Right. I didn't use. Yeah. Um, but I would say definitely switch them out when you notice you're going into an area where you're doing fire. Yeah. Switch your oculi to water. Mix and match. Right. Water for damage. Attack, for physical attacks. If you're going into a dark territory, switch it to uh, light. light, you know, and so on. It helps. It helps a lot. Yeah, because even if you just do a regular melee attack, it adds that elemental damage. And if you're doing against a, an opponent that's you know weak against that, it helps quite a bit, and mm-hmm. it'll increase your critical hit chance too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I mean that that's cool. Uh, it's not a huge part of the game, but I think it's you know something cool, a smaller thing. I uh, you know we talked it, about it. It, it kind of scratches that equipment 
need. Need, yeah, exactly. Because I know okay. I saw a couple knocks was like they didn't have an extensive equipment system, which, man, it's a $15 game. Yeah, yeah I, a lot I don't of other think stuff. they needed it, honestly. No, no. There's enough there for me to be able to latch on, like, and I, I don't need an equipment system in that. Yeah. Um, you know, the big thing for me is the music, too. I bought the soundtrack of the game, and it is, it's crazy. Like, I listen to it, like, driving to work, while yeah. I'm at work every now and again. Like, it is awesome. Like I, I, I play love... it on the on the Bandcamp page. I have it, like, during the day, you know, when I'm battling with the kids or whatever. I have the Child of Light soundtrack Bring playing all, down to all day. All day, yeah, because it makes me, you know, because nighttime is my, is my mental health time when I play video games and yeah. stuff. And and that kind of gives me a little piece of that, like during the day. Yeah, it's oh, nice. That's neat. Yeah, but I love like when you're doing a boss fight and like the music really just picks up. Yeah, and it makes it makes me like it gets me amped to yeah. fight yeah. in the game. No, it's like in, in Dark Souls when we talked about. There's not too much music going on, mm-hmm. but then you enter a boss fight and it's like bam. Yeah, you it know hits what I mean. You. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what else did I really like from the game? I mean, obviously the art style. You know, the characters as I talked about. Um dislikes other than the poetry i don't hate the poetry that much i, I read it, it i thought it was pretty bad i read it aloud though <laughs> i'd <laughs> love to sit in on that i like when i hear a rhyme that i get i'm like haha that's a rhyme yeah once every like 20 lines <laughs> there were some lines i'm like this see I, I i took to, to rereading them and, and figuring out the flow before i moved yeah. on and I it, tried. It's, it's a little bit slower but um I, I do think i've only come across like Maybe one or two that I was like, oh, that's a little awkward. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, but but for the most part, once you, once you like like I said, I think I think once again the voice acting would be great. But I, I think yeah. once you know once you get once you get it down, you're like, okay, that was that well. Was good. But the parts that had the voice acting were great. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. narrator was really good. If they just read it like that the entire time. Yeah, even if it was just the narrator, that would be fine. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like a uh, you know how a children's story would be. But I mean, one piece of dialogue I really liked is when you get the um, I forgot her name. It's the very first character that you get. Uh, Rubella. Rubella. The jester. Yeah, the jester. And, you know, she was talking, and then, like, Aurora and, um, what's his face were correcting. Ignaculous. Yeah, Ignaculous. Because she, she wouldn't use the right word that that fit into the rhyme, and, and they're like, I think you mean, you mean this. Yeah. And th- that would be the word that would rhyme. Yeah, that was, funny. that was one part that I really liked, because as I said, I, I read it aloud like a, a nerd. <laughs> so. I found it annoying. Nice. Yeah. I could definitely see why you wouldn't like it, though. Mm-hmm. Um,. But other than that, like I really like the game. Uh, I can't wait to play more of it and beat mm-hmm. it because right now it's probably I haven't played Dark Souls yet. Obviously, uh, it's probably one of my favorite games this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. Corey, are you ready to speak yet? Um, it depends. Uh, I'm not echoing anymore, so I think I can oh, string good. together a sentence or two. <laughs> okay. Uh, one, another solution for the I, I agree that's the rhyming is a little bit forced at times, and for me, it did take me out of it. I I, I was kind of annoyed by it at times, but. Uh, voice acting would definitely fix it, but another way to fix it is just to use uh, rhythm and meter, like poetry rhythm, exactly, like, like I- iambic pentameter or something. That way, it, it it you don't have to hear it; it just kind of you can hear it in your head. It has that sing songy feeling to it, and this is just sort of whatever. That's why it's kind of it doesn't the the rhyme doesn't really come out because there's no meter to the poetry. It's yeah. just s- sentences that the last word happens to rhyme here and there. Yeah. Well, like I said, uh, it reminds me of reading children's books, uh, also that that rhyme, and it takes a few times to get the get the flow right. But once yeah. once you do, then you're like, okay, and and you know, then then you can rhyme it yeah. nicely. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I didn't like to have to read things twice. To, yeah, same here. To, to get the rhyme, it's oh, just I get like, that. Uh, um, I mean, I, yeah, I did it, but I didn't like having to do it. Right. 
Uh, let's see, what was I talking about before? Oh, yeah, Eric's uh, just discussion on why he likes it are the reasons why I'm not crazy about it for a JRPG. Um, it is only $15, and for $15, it's a, it's a pretty sweet bargain. In, in I agree, you know, the art style's great, the music's great, all that, all that good stuff. But uh, I wish I had, you know, maybe I haven't played it long enough, but I wish I had the experience with combat that Eric describes, you know, where you're actually, like, stressed out and pressured. Um, and I, like... For me, it's just been really easy, so I haven't even had that much fun with combat. It's just turn like, up the difficulty. Yeah. The boss fights are better towards the end. Yeah, um, actually, I am getting to the point now. I just killed that one fire boss, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting to the point now where combat's a little more difficult. But like up until this point, I was just you know having really no issue with it. Um, and I the skill tree stuff, I'm not. For me, Eric, did you max out the skill? Everybody's skill tree? No. Are you close? In some of them, but no, yeah, not, not really. I, I, the, the skill tree, even though it looks like, <clears throat> excuse me, it looks expansive. To me, it's the same. I have the same issue with this skill tree that I have in the newer uh, Final Fantasy thirteen games because they like present you with this skill tree, but at a certain point, you're just you're gonna get them all or be really close to getting them all anyway. Um, I guess so, it would be know, the order in which you got them. Yeah, that, yeah, that's how I looked at it too. Is I would pick out an ability like in advance that I'd want to work to. That's and, exactly and, what I did, and and work my way towards that. And then after that, you know, maybe pick another ability that I wanted to work yeah, to next. Like there would be you know three or four things in between the abilities to unlock on the three branches, and I would look at the three branches and say, all right, this is the ability that I want next, and I would just put all my points into that. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just didn't feel like uh, there's enough customization within the tree for it to feel to have that depth that I really like, and that I feel like I'm customizing my characters all the way through. Um, How dare you! But no, no, I mean, like you guys said, you know, mm. you can you can pick out an ability early and work towards it, and have it earlier than you'd have it otherwise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just it's just uh, you know it's a fifteen buck game and. Uh, I didn't. I, I like it because of that. But if I had spent sixty dollars on it, I'd probably be a little upset. Oh God, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> I'd probably pay sixty bucks. I'd pay for it sixty too. bucks for in a heartbeat. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Somebody asked me, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. Fifteen bucks is a steal. That's a damn Actually, steal. Actually, it's such a steal. I bought it twice. Yeah. I bought it on Steam, and I bought it on the Wii U, which I'll, I'll talk about because I, I wanted my wife to play it. So I, she wrote me a, a thing on on Child of Light. So go nice. ahead, Corey. Yeah, I mean the combat stuff is all new and, and interesting. Um, the the mechanics of combat, I should say. Uh, I like I like that whole system. That's really good, and I imagine we'll probably start seeing something similar to that in games down the line. I hope so. Um, in you know the the co op thing, Dan, uh, you're probably going to talk about that a little bit, right? Yep, yep. I did, that, did that's always up. a good idea. You know, there's a lot of a lot of good things Child of Light does, and I'm not gonna sit here and tell you i didn't like it because I, I like it it's just i'm not crazy about it like you guys are right okay well i'll talk a little about a little bit about the co-op uh, i guess on pc like if you're playing it on a controller you can have someone control the mouse to to control igniculus which mm-hmm. i thought was cool um I, we didn't we didn't do the co-op on the pc we did co-op on the wii u and uh yeah, I had my wife. My wife was in control of Aurora and you know all that stuff because because she plays it on her own too. Um, I, I bought it for her to play on the Wii U. Uh, it's it's her first RPG, but like I said, she she wrote a thing. Uh, she did a little write up on it, so I'll, I'll read that in a moment. But yeah, uh, on the Wii U, like I used the, one of the Wii to to control Igniculus, and uh, 
like I said, you know, you control, uh, you know, during the platforming s- sequences, you know, you, you control Igniculus and do whatever he wants. I think the main benefit of having someone else control Igniculus is, is the speed of action yeah. that you wouldn't get because, you know, you kind of have to do both things at the same time when mm-hmm. you're when you're playing by yourself, and especially during combat. Like some of the some of the tougher battles, I, th- I think, would be would be a lot a lot easier with someone controlling Igniculus independently and not having to, because I'm not a good multitasker. I kind of have tunnel vision, so I kind of forget that Igniculus, or I'll just I, put him on someone and have him slow one character down and not worry about him other than that, you know? That's what I sometimes um, do. So I, I think for, for speed of action especially, having having someone control Igniculus is, is definitely helpful, so. Are you guys being silly over there? Corey wrote in the chat that it's for seven-year-old girls, and I wrote, or 30-year-old chubby guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, no, co-op is cool. Um, like I said, I kind of I kind of let my wife control, or I did let her. She, you know, That's her game that I just jumped in. Co-op is jump in and out, too. You don't have oh, to start, nice. start a new game, um, which is also very nice. So, you know, if we happen to have time to play together. We could play co-op, and then she can just play it on her own, you know, too. Nice. So I will read you her thoughts on Child of Light. She said, "Uh, so Child of Light is the first RPG I've ever played. I've always been about the 2D platformers, with Mario and Princess being my best friends from the ripe old age of seven. Most recently, as stated on the podcast, I've enjoyed Rayman Legends and have somehow enjoyed spending a small fortune on being a completist while playing through Skylanders. Honestly, I was hesitant to get into Child of Light, but when I gave it a try on my good old gamepad, uh, she put in parentheses. I love, uh, I love my Wii U. Uh, I think it's a fabulous system. I suppose haters are going to hate. I was hooked instantly. The story drew me right in. Being a mother probably helped because I instantly worried for sweet little Aurora and felt so sad imagining our daughter in her position. I guess that's what moms do. The graphics are beautiful, and both the setting and music are stunning. I have to say the part that struck me the most, though, was listening to the tiny and lonely pitter-patter of her feet as she was first running around trying to figure out what had happened. It gave me goosebumps and brought a tear to my eye. The combat is extremely different than anything I'm used to, taking turns, guessing at casting times, finding the right attack, watching my hit points and making sure Nicholas is in the right place, and doing all those things while he is doing all the things he is supposed to do makes my head spin. Playing with Dan was fun because I was only responsible for Aurora and had less to worry about. Luckily for me, I've become good at multitasking, being a mother of two and first grade teacher, so single play has become easier for me over time. I think my downfall is playing this so late after I've already been through a chaotic day in the classroom and at home. It'd be interesting to play this game with a fresh head. Ask me how that goes in 20 years. I just made it through the first boss. I don't really know how I did it. The boss freaked me out, and I think I got lucky when I defeated him and his helpers. Having a party member was definitely helpful. A win is a win, though, and I'm interested in carrying, interested to carry on and see what happens. I'm excited for the rest of the game and hopefully, hopeful for a happy ending for Aurora. Uh, I think anyone who is into playing video games with a deep story would enjoy this as a work of art. To look at this and say it is not art is just plain silly anyway i encourage any female listeners with some extra time to give this a try as it's easier for women for easier for us women to make a motherly connection to aurora that adds a new dimension to gaming that some other rpgs might not offer so that's my wife's thoughts on child of light that's a good point because i never even thought of aurora's feelings honestly <laughs> i was <laughs> you know what i mean like right i, I liked the story but i you know necessarily care if she found her dad but right. <laughs> that's that's a good point you know i don't re- i don't think about things like that sometimes right i i didn't even it didn't cross my mind either and i you yeah know, you know we have we have the same kids you know yeah. so you guys are insensitive well what do they say dan men are from mars 
Women yeah. are from Venus, Jupiter, some crazy place. Yeah, um, women are men are from Jupiter to get more stupider. Women be <laughs> shopping, be shopping. Um. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know what just happened. You guys are silly. I just uh, but yeah, but, bombed our podcast. Um, the <laughs> the pitter patter of of her feet at the beginning because she's barefoot. You know when she yeah. shows up in the thing. I never, never, never that didn't. Uh, stick with me either. I kind of just, you know, moved on yeah. from there. <laughs> but mostly with Aurora, I I, I want to beat someone's ass. You know, that's mostly what I want to do. Get revenge. Yeah, that's what it is for me. You know, for for dragging her into this world. Uh, I never thought about you know poor, poor Aurora. You know, honestly, my favorite. I wouldn't say my favorite, but I, I guess my goal. I just enjoyed seeing all the new places. And what they look like. They're all very traveling. cool. Yeah, they are, and they're kind of different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is there a snow area? No, there's an icy, Ooh. icy area. Um, but yeah, I just uh, I I really enjoyed just traveling through the world mm-hmm. and seeing all the different spots. Um, I didn't use fast travel. You can fast travel once yeah. you've been to places. There's not really a whole ton to go back for unless you're trying to get all the confessions. Yeah. I actually, I bounced back because I realized that I missed the couple areas where I didn't do the side quests. Yeah, I did, same with me. And I think I might. I say it every time. All right. But once I beat a game, I'm kind of like, yeah, screw it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's a couple that I didn't do too. Okay. I only need two trophies to get 100%. Really? Yeah. I need to get all the confessions, which are notes. That you find flying around in the different areas. They have, like, backstory and stuff on them. Yeah, I didn't read any of them. I read a couple of them. I'm just not patient enough. They're, they're, they're good. Yeah. Um, but, again, it's they're, they're kind of long, Yeah. I guess. Yeah, they were too long for me. And mm-hmm. I can't remember what the other trophy was. You know what would be cool if they uh, – another thought for maybe Child of Light 2 – would be to have the narrator read those, like once you collect them, like yeah. like like the stones in uh, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. Yep, immediately what I thought. Where, of. where those they kind of read the backstory to you. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's I'm lazy. Well, thought, it's but. pure laziness on my part. Right. They're there. I'm sure they're fine. Yeah. God forbid we have to read a little. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> right. Fuck that. Okay. But yeah. Nice. I mean. Fifteen bucks, man. Can't go I, wrong. I can't recommend it enough, honestly. Me neither. Like I said, I bought it twice. I bought it for for the Wii U and for the PC. So, yep, it's good good stuff. Uh, except for Corey. Corey, are you going to give it a, a grade yet? A score? Do I ever score anything? No. I, I just uh, one <laughs> one of our fans wanted me to to hold you to having a score, but I don't think you've played it enough to give it a score yet. Anyway, so no, I'd recommend it for sure. Three rupees worth, you think? Yeah. Three yeah. rupees. Maybe uh, uh, an Aurora. I'll give it an Aurora. Okay. <laughs> One Aurora. Uh, I'm not going to give it a score yet either, but that's because I haven't beaten it yet. Uh, I I'll, I'll have it. I'll have it. Yeah. You want me to score it? Yeah, score yeah. it. I'll give it a fucking, I'll give it a nine. Nine. Yeah. Let's give it a nine. Nice. Okay. Oh, Corey, do, uh, along with your nine, do we? Do you want to do the good review, bad review thing? Or did you not have any that prepared? I didn't do it. Come on, Corey. I only I only do What's that this? when like only one person has played the game. To okay, give them some more talking points. So we'll be doing that next week oh, for MLB slacking, the show. Man. I like doing that. I do too. That's kind of cool. But I did want to talk because Polygon, uh, one of our kind of our favorite sites that we that we like to go to, gave, only give it a six and a half. You know, the more I look at Polygon and watch their videos, the more I really don't like it. Yeah, honestly, 
I felt I just felt like that was a low ball score. Yeah, for, I thought six it was six and a half. You said yeah, and what a, were their reasonings? Uh, a lot of it, what lack of depth was 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 one of the things. It's a fifteen dollar game, well, like, and there there was a lot of criticism for the reviewer on that. Like, just re- <laughs> it's about reviewing the game in a vacuum. Like, if you review the every game like it's a triple A, uh, you know, some uh, the company spent a hundred million dollars developing the game, like. Child of Light, like as far as that goes, is isn't going to live up to because it doesn't have the depth. It, it is it is a shallower game, but it, it wasn't designed to be a a triple A title right. for, uh, you know, your bro gamer or your bro RPG gamer. You know, well, like, he, his first sentence was now normally I would never play a game like Child yeah, of Light. Yeah. So like, I think um, if you look at it for what it is and what they were trying to do with it, yeah. I think they nailed it. Yeah, yeah honestly, it. yeah. I had one complaint. They could have done that a little better, but other than that, I think they just they nailed it for yeah. what, what they were aiming to do. Yeah, and I mean, even I when we talked about this earlier, but it, it, for me, it's worth sixty dollars. God, and, absolutely, and it's, and it's fifteen. You know, and don't I tell can, me that the length isn't long enough because how people pay sixty dollars for for a four hour Call, Call of Duty, Duty game. I know it has a multiplayer, but a lot of these AAA games are no more than twelve, thirteen hours yeah. anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, Corey. I can kind of uh I can kind of see both sides of the whole, you know, fifteen dollars uh well, depth, yeah, depth thing. Yeah. Because um, sort of like with my my stance, which I was kinda of getting at a little bit earlier, was I play these kinds of games for their depth. Um and this game doesn't have a lot of it. Granted it does a lot of other things really, really well, and that's why to me it's still a good game. Um Corey, I think it's maybe one of those games you gotta know what you're what to expect before you go in. It's exactly what I expected it would it, be. Me too. <laughs> Same. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's exactly what I expected too, but my point is, like, I play this type of game for depth, mm-hmm. um, and I knew there wouldn't be depth going into it, but all these other things are, are nice about it, um, and that's why I just like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you think, because this is another thing we talked about, I think last week, do you think dark playing, playing Dark Souls, a really, really, really deep RPG, has anything to do with your... Uh, maybe being put off a little bit by Child of Light. Probably, yeah. I mean, okay. and I always say a lot of this, a lot of you know, our discussions about games and how we rate them and, and feel about them is, is a lot of it's just based on context. What's, yeah. What are we playing before and after, and what's going on in our lives and all these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, I, I I really enjoy Mario Golf, so I don't know, maybe. Yes, yeah, because for me, I, I actually honestly was a little bit worried about about comparing it directly to Dark Souls because that's what I was playing at the time. But like. I thought when I was playing Child of Light that I would be pining for for Dark Souls, but I wasn't. Like I, wasn't I, I was, I was totally into Child of Light. Uh, I mean, I ended up playing Dark Souls a couple of nights afterwards, but um, it didn't. It's not because I wanted to stop playing Child of Light. It's because I didn't want to get out of practice for for playing Dark Souls. You know, yeah. I didn't um, even touch Dark Souls. I, I, while I played it. But yeah, absolutely. I didn't. I didn't pine for it like I thought I would, and I I, I thought it would diminish Child of Light a little bit for me, but it hasn't at all. Yeah, because I remember. I think it was after the episode last week. I yeah. asked both of you to keep in mind that yeah. this isn't Dark Souls because right. I wanted you guys to really like it yeah. and give it a shot. Okay. So. Yeah. No, it didn't. Uh, it never even crossed my mind that I wasn't playing dark souls at that point <laughs> good so what's the x factor in this game for you guys uh the strategy of the battles i thought the the battle system was fantastic yeah i think for me it's the setting 
I really, well, yeah. I, I love the setting. Uh, but I, I'm with you. Yeah, like yeah, I really going like the in, battles, I expected myself to love the setting. Right. So I was kind of trying to think of something else, and yeah. that's the, I, I thought the combat. System oh, was I great. see. That, that's what that's what really sold you on the game. Right. Like looking at the previews, I was like, I'm gonna love the art and yeah. setting of this game, but the combat and the party system, I think, is what I really enjoyed. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Because yeah. especially doing it on the harder difficulty. Doozy. Yeah. Oh man, that's I pay. I'm not going to play it again. I'll sit here and tell you I'm going to play it, but I'm not. Uh-huh. Um, but I would almost suggest for people to start it on hard start because it. you'd have to use the party system more, and I think you'd get a lot more out of the game if you did that. I think that's what Corey should do. Yeah, I think so I, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've, I've heard other people say that too. Like if, if you're familiar with this type of game at all, you should start on the harder difficulty. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And, and using the party system more, I think... I think you, especially somebody like Corey, would get a lot more out of it, yeah. for sure. I think the starting, the easy difficulty is the one that was made for seven-year-old girls. And and, and, and my, my wife, who doesn't play RPGs at all. <laughs> Eric. Plus, so. the other thing is I liked being able to kind of beat it fairly quickly and have a beat for today too yep. so that was nice. i really wanted to have a beat i haven't been able to play video games like the past two or three nights just because my girlfriend the kids went back so to bad. work so i have been able to play a shit ton of video games nice eric's back in the saddle back on the road again nice yes okay any other thoughts on child of light no no uh said it sounds like it's eight raspberries out of ten lawn chairs yep so that's I about fair nailed it that's about fair yeah okay well, we'll take a quick break and be back with our nibble bits and our weeks right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 146 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our nibble bits segment. Oh, uh, Will, why don't you get started with nibble bits? Oh, one sec, Dan. Let me get my nibble bits up. Alrighty. Um, my first nibble bit is that Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire are getting full uh, remakes this fall. They're going to be called Pokemon Omega Ruby and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. I can't wait. This I've... is one of my favorite. This is probably my second favorite generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second generation was my favorite. Mm-hmm. So the remakes, and if they do it like they did X and Y, I'm going to love this. Yeah. Shut nice. up, both of you. No, it's we're talking about golf and chat. Oh, okay. Um... But yeah, I'm really excited for this one. I'm going to be getting... Are you going to get one of them? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm, I want to get Alpha Sapphire. Okay, I'll get okay. the red one. Ruby? Ruby, yeah. Ruby's got the red dragon fire guy. So, okay. um, But yeah, I'm really excited for this. And these are full remakes. Uh, I know we had to... You know, I tweeted that and Corey clarified it. But yeah, these are full like game remakes, which is good because this is a, this is a deep game. So, okay. really excited. For that my next one is Dying Light got delayed to February of 2015. Uh-huh. Um, so that's another game that got delayed. Sounds but like a 31st birthday present for me. It's yeah. sounding like February next year is going to be a rough month on our bank account. What yes. else we got? The Witcher. The Witcher. There's a couple other games too. I'm pretty sure that yeah. got delayed to February. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. I mean, as long as it's better. Sorry about the water noise in the background. What's I think, going on? I was going to say something sounded windy. Uh, I think my wife is running the tub for. Ah. Uh, for my son, he needs a bath. He's stinky, Spanky. Yeah. kinky buns. So, we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk over it. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. Any other dying light? No. Uh, I'm kind of uh, glad that it's not coming out this year. I don't Th- care. This, this fall's loaded up. So. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's better. I mean, it looks cool. I'm pretty excited to play it. So as long as it keeps getting better, mm-hmm. why not? 
this one, you know, Eric, you know, with when we tried to play Battlefield 4, we had to try and join each other's game while in-game, and we never could. Mm-hmm. Well, just now they finally added the join squad features to do it before game, which is stupid because... How the fuck long has that been out? Way too long. I don't know why it wasn't in when the game first came out. Six months? Seven months yeah. it's been out? Yeah. Well, it was released for PS4, so yeah. Oh, you know, it wasn't even in the, the PS3 and PS, or th- Xbox 360 versions either. They just added it for that. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's shocking to me that they did that. I know they've had a lot of issues, but that's, like, something that you need. Yeah. Right oh away. Oh, my That's the best part of that game. Because I stopped playing because I just couldn't join Eric or my other friends who had it, so I just kind of stopped. Yeah. Because we just couldn't play. On top of the other issues, but, I mean, that's finally in. I might play it now a little bit more, mm-hmm. but... I mean, I've got a lot on my plate for game-wise. And my last one is uh, Microsoft plans to begin working on a new strategy title, and they uh, listed on LinkedIn that they want somebody who uh, can make, who has experience making a strategy game for uh, a well-established AAA title for a love strategy game and franchise. So a lot of people are speculating this is Age of Empires. Um, the other one could be Halo Wars. I don't think Halo Wars is loved, though. Right. As much as... As Age of Empires. As Age of Empires. And I know Microsoft is kind of not milking Halo, but trying to get a lot out of Halo right now because they're doing the Halo 2 uh, remake, supposedly. Halo TV series. Halo if TV they, series. If they put the Halo games on, the older Halo games on Steam, they would make a killing. Oh, God. I'd play Halo 3 right now. I'd play Halo 1. Yeah. If the, nah. with like... No, I would. The the remake of Halo 1, I would play if they put oh, it the on Oh, the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I'm hoping it's Age of Empires. I mean, Age of Empires 3 is one of my favorite strategy games of all time. Mm-hmm. I've played countless hours of that game. So yeah. I'm hoping it's a new one. I want a new one. And I hope it's not that bullcrap, free-to-play Yeah, other one or a mobile game. I'll be livid. Yeah. Well, then we can ignore it. Well, it's just... Why no, da- they why shouldn't. Da- why dangle that? It's like the Deus Ex thing when they yeah. had, oh, we have a Deus Ex announcement and it's the mobile game. Yeah. Which, like, even if why? it was a decent game, it's still not as good as, like, a full Deus Ex game. Well, it supposedly was a decent game, right. but I'm never going to play it, because right. I'm mad at it. I guess it is on Steam now. Yeah, it's, it was, like, seven bucks when I, I almost bought it, but I was like, no. Yeah. Not what they did to me. Right. So I, I'm <laughs> never going to play it. Playing with your heart. Because <laughs> Deus Ex is one of my favorite franchises. Right. Okay. That's all I had. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? I got two nibble bits here for you, Dan. Just a little schedule update for E3. Uh, Sony's PlayStation E3 press conference will be June 9th at 6 p.m. If you're interested, mark your calendar for that one. Uh, the same day, June 9th, Microsoft is going to kick off at 9.30 a.m. So that's that's an early start for that. Uh, but that's these are Pacific times. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Um, EA is also going to be Monday, June 9th at noon. And Nintendo Direct is going to be June 10th, which is Tuesday at 9 a.m. Sweet. So a little update on E3. You have to we'll, take that Monday off, huh? We'll, we'll yeah, be, I'm going to take it off. I just saw, I was talking to Dan about that earlier. We'll be doing our, our E3 episode will be taking place after our Mario Kart 8 episode. So It's coming right up. It is. Jeepers. Yeah. It's less Where than a month. Where the fuck does the time go? It's less than a month. Or no, it is a month. Will, are you getting yeah. old enough yet where you notice how fast time goes? Oh, yeah, I notice. I've been noticing for a while. It gets so much worse. Oh, my it God. It does. The older you get. It's crazy because I think I was just like, wow, my first year of college is almost done. Yeah. <laughs> Already. You're going to be 30 before you know it. Don't say that. Max will be graduating. Dirty 30. Max Max will be on the golf course. Yeah. Max oh, is our number one prospect, Max right? will be leading the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, anywho, back to Nobit. <laughs> My last one. Uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War, will be launching June 25th, I'm pretty sure, for most platforms. Oh, PS3, PS4, Windows, 360, and Xbox One. Um, this is going to run on the same engine as Child of Light, mm-hmm. the Ubisoft... U- UbiArt framework. UbiArt framework. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, World War One game, you said, Dan? World War One. yep. I guess it's going to oh. intertwine four character stories into a war and basically how it affects their lives and their families. Yeah. Um, it really looks good. It's gives I, me goosebumps just watching the, honestly, some of the gameplay from it. It's probably right now maybe the game I'm looking forward to most. Yeah, I can see that. Which is kind of sad. But I wonder if it's going to be another $15 game. It looks like it's going to be. It does look that way. And, man, if I get what out of that what I got out of Child of Light, I'll be perfectly happy. Yeah. I mean, th- it looks great. Definitely go and watch it. Corey, you could, if you haven't already, throw the trailer up in the in the chat. Yeah. Oh, it's, you, it's up, buddy. I'm watching it right now. Nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Ubisoft is having a lot of fun with that engine, huh? Yeah, they are. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it looks like they're doing a great job, so... Uh, that's it for me. Okay. That's what uh, Ray- the Rayman Origins and Rayman Legends runs on, too, is the UBART framework, which is cool. Okay. Corey, go ahead. Uh, I just have three quick ones. The third episode of the season two of The Walking Dead comes out on Tuesday, May 13th. It's called In Harm's Way. None of you guys have been playing it yet, right? You guys haven't. I have it, but I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to wait till they're all out before I play it, and I'm going to play it all at once. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think that's the way to play it. To wait, like, a month or more between episodes is too much. Yeah. Uh, And I forget what happens. I'd rather just marathon play them all in a row like I did the first season. Yep, that's what I did, too. Uh, Square Enix revises its sales forecasts as sales of many of their games have far exceeded expectations, including Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, Final Fantasy X, and X-2, the HD remaster, uh, Thief, and even Tomb Raider, the definitive edition. That's good. Somebody just, sorry, the dog just freaked out. Um, they're revising it up in 88.6%, which is huge, like wow. almost double what they anticipated. Wow. Great. Uh, from their minimum estimates. So, well, they're starting to uh, release good games now. Yeah, so. yeah. I, and I, you know, I, I, if you had asked me before they started doing it if I thought it was a good idea to go back and redevelop Final Fantasy XIV and re-release it, I would have told you no. Uh, but it turns out it was a good decision for them, and it worked out well. Mm-hmm. So, good for them. Yeah. And my last one, Don't Starve, is getting multiplayer. Summer 2014. Nice. That's I would lo- I would love co-op for that game. I think that would be fantastic. I would do, or not even co-op, just, you know, maybe co-op, maybe competitive. Do you think, like, a Dark Souls type of system would work good for that? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know how that would work, because the map's different every time. They could probably figure uh, out a yeah, way. Yeah, but it's, I mean, you could still use, like, soapstone, like, you know, yeah. obviously not just like soapstones, but a system where you suck people into your world and yeah. vice versa. And maybe you maybe you're gonna fight, maybe you're gonna work together, type of thing. Yeah, yeah, that does. Or maybe you know, maybe start you in a world, and maybe somebody else when they start a game happens to start in your world. Maybe not. Maybe mm. you come across them at a certain point. Maybe not. I like that. Yeah, it's good stuff. They could do a lot with it. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. Don't don't start with one of those games, man. That you could just go back to in a few years and be like. 
This game's Why awesome. didn't I play more of this? Right. Well, that's what I did when it came out on PS4. Same here, yeah. And, I, and played for, I think I put like 40 hours into it on And the I PS4. know how good it is. Yeah. I just never mm-hmm. play it. Yeah. Yeah, in the same way. Because you kind of got to get balls deep into it. Yeah. You the, know what I mean? You have, you have to have a couple hours to set aside yeah. to get into it. Because the first like 10 days, you don't, I mean, yep. you're just collecting resources before you finally like build your your fort, you know, I guess you could say. If you could like save a game after those first 10 days and just start from there. Yeah, every time. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, my Dibble Bits. Analog Interactive will begin shipping their new NES consoles this summer. You can pre-order yours now for a cool 500 bucks. Uh, this system uses all original NES hardware, unlike similar systems, um, which, you know, were, are made from modern components and aren't necessarily uh, optimized for older NES games. This one uses all... Must be refurbished NES hardware. Uh, for an extra fifty bucks, you can color get a color on your all aluminum NES instead of uh, the standard silver color. Uh, you can also add original controllers, both new somehow. I don't know how they got new controllers uh, and refurbished ones. There's also a variety of different cables you can buy, including a special HDMI cable to attach to HD TVs. All games will be played in their original aspect ratio, just enlarged to fit the TV screen. There's also a device on the actual system that adds scan lines to the picture, so it looks classic, like uh, like the old uh, huge, heavy CRT TVs nice. that we used to play our Nintendos on. So there's that. It's a cool idea. I think 500 bucks is a bit much, uh, but I don't think I'm the person that they're marketing this to. I don't even yeah. have. I don't think we have any of our NES games still. They might be at Mom and Dad's. <coughs> they're probably floating around someplace at Mom and Dad's, but. Uh, Battlefront 3 will be shown at this year's E3, according to EA. It's supposedly the first of several Star Wars titles coming from EA, though at this point it's looking like a mid-2015 release. EA plans to show up to six new games at this year's Electronic Entertainment Expo. So that's exciting. I can't, I'm I can't wait to, to it. see more Battlefront. And I, I, I mean the Frostbite engine. I think that's going to work out nicely for, for Battlefront. So. Um. I was listening. It was probably Giant Bomb. That's what I've been listening to for our video game podcast go to. But they were talking about how there's this kind of weird thing going on now, where at E3 they'll show a game the first year, uh-huh. like announce it. Second year there'll be like some gameplay footage. Third year it'll come out shortly after E3, uh-huh. and that sucks. Yeah, it's too long. Just don't show it to us. Yet. Yeah, show yeah. us that second year. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. I agree. Yeah. Too, I mean, that they did that with Watch Dogs, just way, way too long between when they first showed it, and, and now none of us care. Yeah, I, I mean, kind of, just a little bit. It lost some luster, though. Oh, sure. lost a lot of luster, definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Battlefront Three, E Three, uh, coalition of tech companies, including the likes of Amazon, eBay, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, Netflix, Twitter, and Yahoo, have crafted a letter to the FCC in support of a free and open internet and in favor of net neutrality. Uh, though it seems to be a bit self-serving, uh, these are companies after all, and uh, they're the ones that would suffer most from a closed-off internet. It's in the best interest of the consumer for these companies to fight each other. Uh, as we, the unwashed masses, have very little effect on what happens. So um, that's that. I, Dan Carlin always talks about that. Is that's the best thing you can have is when the huge companies face off against each other because mm-hmm. something's going to happen one way or the other, and you just hope that uh, you know that it works out for you because mm-hmm. you know what the hell are we going to do? Right. Nothing. That's what I'm going to bitch about it, and nothing's going to happen. That's you know. Although, did anybody tweet the Drive Club thing? Uh no, or someone did. 
I think someone did. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You, if you want to talk okay, about well, that. I'll we, talk we, about we can talk about a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Drive Club, they, they kind of announced some of the stuff about that for the PS Plus version mm-hmm. that's going to be coming out for free. Um, I don't remember the exact details. What happened was if you got the cheap version or the free version, uh, yes. if you didn't keep your PS Plus subscription going, you would lose access so to it. when you get the free one, you could pay $50 instead right. of 60 to upgrade to the full version. Right. But like you said, when your PS Plus subscription runs out, you would no longer have the game. Right. So I guess enough people bitched about it that they changed that. That's good. Yeah. It's good that they're listening. It at is. Least. Yeah, yeah. It's it's why it's why refreshing. Why would they do that? That's so stupid. I don't know. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. Yeah, I, I can't believe that made it past anybody. Well, I mean, they're out of touch. Is basically yeah. what it boils down to. Is that they don't know. They don't know. They're all insulated. Right, Corey? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right from the horse's mouth right there. Uh so yeah, moving on. We'll uh, we'll we'll keep you posted on anything net neutrality. Obviously <laughs> internet is a is a huge um issue of ours, so uh the Elder Scrolls online console release has been delayed for around six months due to specific problems and encountered with the console versions, uh which seems to be related to network issues. Mm. Bethesda, however, is offering PC and Mac players the opportunity to port their characters over from computer versions to console versions for 20 bucks. Wow. Uh, the fee would, of course, include a digital copy of ESO for your console. So, Will, if you wanted to play the console version of Elder Scrolls Online, you just need to pay 20 bucks, and you would have access to both the console and the PC version while transferring your character over to the PC, uh, PS4 version. It's not a bad idea. If I was no. super into the game, I might do that. It's cheap. Yeah, that's really that. cheap. Um, and you're right. If you're really into it, I mean, that's a cool way to easily get a cheap copy of the console version. Huh? That's not cheap. Huh? Twenty bucks, as opposed to sixty for just buying a new game. Oh, come on! You can get it for forty. Whatever. What do you? I, I'm Shut talking, up. The console version is going to be sixty dollars when when it comes out. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and if you want to transfer your characters over, you know, yeah, that's... I don't know if you can without this specific package. But... Right. So what happens then? You have two separate characters, and you can play. Yeah. Oh, it, they're they're they, the console version is totally separate from the, the, the con- PC version, right? Right. Yeah, they're on separate servers, so yeah. you would be able to transfer your character over and then start a new character on on PC that you can gotcha. use also. So uh, that's neat. It appears that X, or the game known as X, is still on track for a 2014 release in both Japan as well as North America and Europe. Uh, in the abysmal Nintendo earnings report, there was mention of a new Monolith soft title due for the re- due for release in 2014. So that's exciting. That's a game I'm really looking forward to on the Wii U. Uh, this is a game that might get me to get a Wii U, to be honest with you. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's, it's really, really awesome looking. Um, we should actually talk about the Nintendo earnings report. They lost like four hundred and fifty something million dollars. That's not bad. Nice, not bad at all. <laughs> Solid years worth. Um, That's like our budget. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so a little, little bit of the report is misleading. I guess what happened was, uh, in the last quarter or last two quarters, Nintendo spent th- like three hundred million dollars on R and D. Um, and some people were speculating as to what that could mean, but they just had an announcement saying that they were looking at making a console for emerging markets, um, which is probably, they think, PR speak for making a cheaper version of the Wii U for release in China. Mm. So, obviously, none of that's factu- or, you know, confirmed, but that's that's what people are speculating. So, we'll see. Uh, that's not, not good earnings report for Nintendo at all, well. but... 
I mean, what can you do? They've got Mario Kart coming in the, the month, Super Smash Brothers this summer. Yeah, they're gonna make some money. We'll see. I, I still say they should just throw a bunch of stuff on the Virtual Console. Just do it, or just make that Pokemon Quit. MMO for God's sake. <laughs> right. Honestly, like, who who knows what Nintendo is thinking? At I don't. Game. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like as puzzled as I always am by hearing their decisions, I don't know how they've made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because the the Wii U or the not Wii U the Wii, I would like hundred and something million Wiis they sold. Um, that that's why they can afford to make the bad decisions that like they've made. They're the exception to the rule. They are the exception to the rule. There's... And the, the Wii is the exception to the rule because there's kind of a downtrend generally of the Wii or the Nintendo consoles from starting with the Nintendo starting with the NES. It's they've sold less and less systems every year hmm. except for the Wii which I mean sold hundreds of millions of systems so i mean there was a stat that somebody came up with that nintendo could lose some like it was a lot of money every year for like 40 years and still not have to worry yeah so yeah we'll see we'll I mean, see what happens we'll keep you posted on nintendo too um oh another thing i wanted to do and i've been meaning to do this for a couple weeks uh i think idaho jake had mentioned talk about their upcoming releases coming out this week and i've forgotten to, oh, yeah. to do that uh but i've got a list right here Starting with the 13th, May 13th, Borderlands 2 is coming out for the PS Vita. Vita. Obviously, it's already come out in the bundle, so you don't, if you have the bundle, well, you already have it. But it's coming out uh, actually on the 13th. Also on the 13th, Dynasty Warriors 8 Complete Edition for PC. Yeah. Uh, also on the 13th, The Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 3 in Harm's Way, which Corey talked about not that long ago. May 14th, Super Time Force is coming out for Xbox Live Arcade and Xbox One. Uh, also, The Walking Dead is coming out for Xbox Live Arcade on the 14th. And then on the 15th, Battle Block Theater for PC and Linux. Hmm. So that's the upcoming releases for this week. How was your week, Eric? Not bad. I just wanted to talk NFL drafts a little bit for mm-hmm. my week. Um, the Bills, my team of choice, they uh, traded up from the 9 spot to get to the 4 spot to get Sammy Watkins, receiver from Clemson. And I've talked about this before. I don't watch much college football. Um, usually after the first round, I haven't really heard of the guys, so I'd kind of judge it based off what positions they picked. Right. You couple of queens. What are you laughing about, Will? Nothing. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so, I mean, the trade-up for Sammy Watkins, for me, I, I didn't mind it until a day later they traded Stevie Johnson. And I just don't see how the team is any better off than they were by doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that Steve Johnson is, like, the end-all, be-all of wide receivers, but he's, he's good. good. Receiver, he's yeah. proven. You know what I mean? Experience. He was a fan favorite for a lot of people. Um, and wide receiver is a position that has a hard transition to the NFL a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So you never know how these guys – I mean, the Lions, before they took Calvin Johnson, were picking receiver every year. And they all sucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these were like can't-miss guys. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I don't really understand how the Bills are any better off with that move. But if it works out, they'll look like geniuses. Mm-hmm. But it's the Bills. never works out. Uh-huh. So. I hope it does. Yeah, I so hope do it does I. for you. Um, but as for the rest of the draft, they, they drafted need positions, so I'm happy with that. That's good. But it should be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. They traded for a running back today. From the Eagles. Sean McCoy? No. Bryce Brown? Bryce Brown. He's did pretty well in his, his appearances. Yeah. He's pretty dangerous. I think he was maybe a fumble risk. 
Yes, I read that. Okay. They mm. traded a fourth round pick for him um, that could turn into a third round pick. Um, but the thing about that is Spiller and Jackson's contracts are both up after Ooh. this year. Oh, they're not going to resign both of them. They're not going to resign Freddie. Oh, okay. I mean, he's 30 something. Oh. I don't know if they'll be able to resign Spiller. Right. Running backs have a sh- usually have a short shelf life. Yes. So five or six years, if maybe. That. If that, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm pretty pissed that they traded Stevie. I don't mm-hmm. like that move at all. Why, why not keep all of them? I yeah. don't understand. Yeah, as you said, it's a passing league, so you Teams might as well are running have the four wide receivers just about every play. Yeah. With the receivers that we had with Stevie, they could run a pretty nasty lineup out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. I I don't understand. And and was. give Watkins time to develop. Yeah. I guess there was some locker room stuff from what I read, but... Th- they always say that, though. I know. <laughs> they said it was for the best of the team Yeah, to move on. That's just that's just a nice way of saying how we wanted to cut him loose. Yeah. So, But uh, I really liked him. I hope he does well in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Cap's going to make him an all-star. I don't know. I'm not a huge Cap Kaepernick fan. No. Yeah. I think uh, he looked really good his first year, but he didn't do that great last year, did he? No, he was good during the playoffs, which, for whatever reason, is a good playoff player. He had an average year. Yeah. Not great. I think teams find these guys out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're right. When he came in there, he kind of caught people off guard a little bit. Yeah. But it might happen with Johnny Manziel, too. I hope he sucks, so. <laughs> I just don't like him. Yeah. I really don't. He rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I mean, he went to Cleveland. That's kind of funny. I think he's got Tebow written all over him. Great college player, shitty pro player. Yeah. I hope, at least. All right. You know what I was watching today? Why? Uh, this is sort of relevant. Uh, it was all, it was a show about high school prospects, NFL, like football, or not NFL, football prospects who are still in high school, and they're talking about what's, what colleges they might go, go to. It was an actual TV program. You know, they put, like, National Signing Day on ESPN. That's insane. When these kids decide who they're going to play for in college. It's, these kids are, like, covered in acne, and it's like, this is the top <laughs> prospect who's going to lead the Arkansas yeah. whatever and the whatevers. That yeah. is nuts to me. Insane. Well, I mean, if you walked past Johnny Manziel in the street, would you ever think he was an NFL quarterback? No. He's like 5'11", looks like a dork. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Isn't that too short to be an NFL quarterback? Yes, that is. But Russell Wilson's short, too. There's a handful. Um, Drew Brees Are... is short. What's Russell Wilson? 5'10", I think. Really? Yeah. Russell Wilson does... is a Super Bowl champion. And so That's is insane. How does that work? How does he throw over his lineman? He doesn't. They make lanes for him usually, or he has to drop back farther than your standard tall quarterback. The what seven step drop instead of like they're a, a running step. team anyway. Yeah, but and he gets out of, outside of the pocket a lot and doesn't need to worry about seeing over his linemen. <laughs> M. Nell says uh, Manziel seems like the kind of guy that would duty, bro. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's a duty, I bro. I can see him dutying. Duty till you puke. <laughs> duty till til you puke. <laughs> okay. Anything else, Eric? I think that's it for my week, Dan. All right. Will, yeah, what do you, you got? You just skip, man. You got nothing? Work. Okay. Corey? School. I got a little little bit here and there. I went down today. I actually went down with my girlfriend and her mother to uh, the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. The cherry blossoms are out, so it was oh. a good time to go down. They're nice looking. Uh, we got there. We paid. It's ten bucks a person. We paid our thirty bucks. Walked in. Started pouring rain. 
turned around, asked for a refund. The gentleman at the counter was extremely nice and was very willing to give us a, a refund, but this old bitch behind him was telling him <laughs> not to give us a refund. Uh, but he ended up doing it anyway. I don't know who this, this old bitch was, but uh, she was a real bitch. <laughs> Sounds like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he gave us a refund, so thanks for the guy at the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. Um, so then we went to the museum, but didn't end up going in there. We were meeting somebody, kind of a long story. We just ended up having coffee and, and chatting. But uh, we've been trying to get down there for a while, and uh, we finally got down there and didn't go to the Botanical Gardens and didn't go to the museum. So it was a successful trip, in my opinion. Nice. Yeah. Other than that, I've just been playing a lot of games. Uh, I wanted to bring up a couple things, a couple housekeeping things. We've we've hit two thousand Twitter followers. Hey, yeah, yay! Maybe a couple hundred of those are legit. The rest are uh, <laughs> labor porn, porn bots. Porn nah, bots. not not robots. Just uh, porn bots. No, porn bots. Yeah. Porn bots. Yeah. Uh, speaking of porn bots, pink print at pink print underscore was our 2,000th follower. So a uh, special thank you to Pink Print. And because of that, I'm celebrating by drinking some whiskey tonight. Ooh, well uh, I have a whiskey and ginger. What do you got? I what love kind of that. whiskey? It's just Evan. Um, oh. It's a little, little Canada dry. It's not the greatest mix, but it does the uh, it does the job. I've got a little Evan over here. Gets you where you need to be. Maybe I'll have a sip. Kentucky bourbon. It's also Saturday night, so I'm getting a little bit loose. Corey, do you record, so. do you know what the difference is between black label and green label Evan Williams whiskey? Yeah, one's more expensive. Uh, well, yeah, I know that, but like, as far as tasting it, does it still taste like ass? Or I couldn't. I honestly, I, I would. I could taste them side by side and not tell you which one. One was puts which. a little more yeah. hair on your nuts than the well, other, and it's not that much more expensive. It's like a dollar per bottle. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe, maybe a two two dollars. The color. Green. Colored cartridge they had to print it out. Yeah, with. The, the green the green one's cheaper, and that's why that's sitting over there on top Same of my Same stuff. Mini it's just the, the cost of labeling. The cost of the color label. Oh, that's a good point. I never Staples thought about that. Staples really runs them up because black ink is a lot more expensive than yeah. green ink. Maybe. Well, they say red cars are the cheapest because red paint is the cheapest to make. And yeah. I can attest to that. Hunting for oh, I bought a new car. I didn't even talk about oh, that. Yeah. Uh, hunting for a new car, the red cars were definitely cheaper. That's so weird. Huh. Shut up. But I bought a Rev Four. If anybody's wondering, nice. How is it? You like I it? I love it. Yeah, I really. I like, like Ra- I like Rav Fours a lot. Uh, it's a 2013. Had like 29 thousand miles on it. Uh, day after I bought it, I had to go to a meeting in Canandaigua, so I got to go for like a two and a half hour ride by myself with my old live Metallica album. Nice. That was great. Did you drive a little bit faster? No, I drive slow. I I do too. Learned my lesson before about driving fast. Uh (laughs) Corey, plus you were in no hurry to get to Canandaigua. (laughs) No, I wasn't. Yeah, Canandaigua gave me a little chuckle. But what I was really thinking about, uh, my my roommate Jared, who is Eric's cousin and and all of our our longtime friend, uh, has a uh, who's the singer for Metallica? Is it Lars? James Hatfield. James Hatfield. He has a James Hatfield soundboard on his phone. Ooh, yeah. He almost exactly. sounds like Macho Man Randy Savage, especially back in the day. Like, he did that a lot because his voice was a lot better then because he hadn't fucked it up completely. But it's great. I mean, if, you ever, if you're a Metallica fan or a metal fan, get the live shit binge and purge set. It's three disc. 
you'll see what we're talking about. He sounds like Macho Man Randy Savage. Nice. It's great. <laughs> what is happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. I, I do drive slow. Uh, I've gotten too many tickets, so it's good. It's good to drive. You're you like Dan, who uh, purposely drives twenty miles per hour. I don't purposely to do piss it. People off. <laughs> Actually, I kind of do. When I'm on my street, I do because people go fifty on my street, and that's just too fucking. Well, fast. nothing pisses me off more than if I'm only if I'm going like five miles over the speed limit. Don't ride my ass. Yeah. I'm not going five under it. Yeah. Fuck off, man. What do you yeah. got that's so important that you're doing? You know? Yeah, I hear you. I'll be driving, and nobody will be behind me, and then I will. I'll like look away. And then there'll be a car right behind me riding my butt. And I'm like, like, really? Yeah. So yeah, I have to pull you know, over. You know what the best is? Is when somebody's riding your ass, you pull over to let them pass, uh-huh. and they don't go any faster than you you were yeah. driving. Yeah. That, yeah. That's happened to me. That's when you break out the angry fist. Yeah. <laughs> angry fist sends a message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to really own it, though. Yeah. You got to. You can't look weak doing it, because then they know it's forced. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, uh, we the really went off the rails. Uh, we added SpeakPipe to our homepage. So if you go to thumbstickathletes.com, on the right of our website, and it scrolls with you, it stays in the middle of your, your window the whole time, is uh, an option to send voicemail. And all you have to do is click on it. Uh, comes A little box pops up, and you click Start Recording. And if you have a mic set up and everything, you just record, and uh, you're good to go. Rather than some of, some, some of our listeners like to send us... Uh, audio files and everything this handles all of it for us for it and um for you i should say and uh it also gives you an option to preview your message uh as well before you send it so you can you know listen to quality or whatever mm-hmm. uh so that's going to cost us seven bucks a month uh dan hopefully we have that in the budget uh <laughs> we'll, we'll have to we'll have to put it on the on the company credit card Pay it, pay it later. Yeah, pay it forward. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's all I got. Um, just, just so you guys are in the loop, what Will and I were chuckling about, and something I cannot get enough of, uh, <laughs> yeah. are the Boston Bruins, Montreal Canadiens anagrams. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Some genius just rearranged the letters and everybody's name. And uh, <laughs> like for the Boston Bruins, the whole team name is now Ribbon Snouts. <laughs> And the Canadians are the ornamental candies. <laughs> oh, that is good. Placenta uh, some of the, smoke. <laughs> some of the best ones. Bre- yeah, placenta smoke is really... I don't even know who that is. Thomas Placanitz. Thomas Placanitz. Uh, Brad Marchand is Bard Chardman. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Corey. P- P.K. Subban is Bub Spank. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Master Fart? Who is uh, that? Good question. It's some... Slimy Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Master Far. I don't know who that is. I'd I'd know it if I saw the player. There's some really good ones. Though. Yeah, there is. Zdeno <laughs> Chara Hazard Cone. <laughs> Hazard Cone. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jerome Ginla is Enigma Jailer. Nice. Sean Thornton, Tan Thorn shown. <laughs> yeah, Corey, you sent the that to all of us in an email, right? Oh, I did. I think so. Yeah, you was did. it last night? Was yeah. it last night? Were you drunk? 
Oh yeah, Mo- <laughs> Moist Raven. Yeah, Moist Raven. <laughs> Who's Moist Raven? Uh, I don't know. Man, Bard Shardman. Good stuff. Hardball Gangrene. <laughs> okay. Anything else, Corey? Is that good? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. The only thing I have, real quick, is that the Predators hired the head coach, finally. Uh, they hired Peter Laviolette, which is uh, I was happy with. I wasn't happy when they fired or let go of Trots, I guess you could say. Uh, but I was happy with the Peter Laviolette signing uh, for head coach. He's won a Stanley Cup with the Carolina Hurricanes, coached the, the Flyers for a little while. So um, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. And we'll see how it works out once the season starts. So I'm happy with that too, Dan. I like, uh, Peter Laviolette a lot. That whole, yeah, uh, that whole Carolina team, that whole run, uh, gave me soft spots for all those players. Yeah. yeah. I hear ya. Okay. Um, Was that the year the Sabres were good? Yes. They played them in the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. Fuck that team. Rod <laughs> Rindemore is a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Big nose. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 146 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, Let's start with Mario Golf. We can all kind of talk about Mario Golf. We've all obviously had quite a bit more experience with it this week than we did last week. I think I had played like maybe one or two rounds uh, before we recorded last week. Uh, I can say that I beat Mario Golf. Hey! Hey, Dan! Uh, It was probably about two hours worth of playing to beat it. I had to just do it. Yeah, all you had to do is win the club championship on the the three courses that are in the game. And the credits roll. So there's only three courses. Well, there's more courses than that, but that's the those are the single player courses. Okay. Uh, single player non DLC courses. So okay. All you have to do is beat the three of those to to have the credits roll. Um, again, it's a, it's a it's a fun game. There is a, a couple things about it that I don't like, um, and one being a lot of the different game types. I don't know if if any of you have tried like Coin Rush and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to play that when I'm playing a golf game. You know. Nope. I have zero interest in any of that. I just want to play golf. Honestly, I'm even kind of bothered by the uh, the ones where you can use items. Yeah, see, I don't, I, I've don't. done one where I've used items, uh, and I didn't really care that much for it. I it, I just want to play golf, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, I Did anyone get the season pass? No. I, I bought the season pass. Did because you? I felt like I had to. Yeah, because um, you're a sucker. Well, I'm a sucker, yes. Uh, you know... The game was kind of discounted with the idea that people, I think, were going to buy the the season pass. That's true. <clears throat> so if you bought it early, it's it's thirty bucks instead of forty. Apparently, I think the price is just supposed to be thirty. What is it? What does it add? I, I got it for thirty at Walmart. It adds okay. It adds uh, at least initially two courses, a couple characters to use. Oh. Um, yeah, two full courses, which I've, I've played a couple times, <clears throat> but, or no, it well, it's, it's six courses over the course of the, the, the first DLC pack, which you, you can buy individually is two courses, two characters. How much was it? 15. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one coming out in June and I'm assuming the last one's coming out in August. So okay. that, uh, you know, the, the, the season pass includes all of those, <clears throat> but yeah, I really, uh, uh, a lot of the mini games, I just I don't, I don't care about. I don't care about like target shooting and stuff like that, or or coin collecting. Uh, that's all crap to me and and, and unnecessary. Um, I just want to play golf. There is a mini game, Corey, and I, you talked about it. The one where 
you have it, they're all par threes. It's a nine hole course of par threes where you uh, have to hit the ball onto the green and then you have to make the first putt. So yes. you, you essentially have to get a birdie uh, nine yes. hole nine holes in a row, um, and that's cool. I think that's a good because that's golf. You know, that's did you accomplish cool. it, Dan? No, I've gotten like four holes in, and that and then I screw up. Uh, like I, I I messaged you guys last night, but I got uh, I got to the last hole. Before, and I missed before, the oh, is that what up. you were talking about? On the last hole, and I was so pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, the the draw for Mario Golf is online tournaments, and I've had quite a bit more experience with that. Now, uh, we actually set up a Thumbstick Athletes tournament, um, and I created the tournament, and then I, I sent all these guys the code to get into the tournament. So uh, that's in progress. We'll have the final results for that next week uh, during our episode. But... <clears throat> Yeah, that, that's really, the, I think, the draw is all the tournaments because w- the, the way it's set up is you have regional tournaments and then you have world tournaments. So uh, you can p- participate. They all have, like, different rules and stuff. Um, and, and you play against everyone either in your region or everyone in the world. So uh, you get to compare your scores to that. Uh, and you can play a tournament as, as many times as you want and, and get the best score you can possibly get uh, be- before the deadline for the, for the tournament. It's usually, like five days ish where you can compete in the tournament <clears throat> and some of the like they, they have you know uh like they'll have world tournament one world tournament two three four but they also have ma- what's called major tournaments uh and those are going to be invitation only like uh to to get to into the first invitational which i can't remember what it's called at this point but you have to finish in the top 60 percent i think it's top 60 percent uh, in one of the regional tournaments or one of the world tournaments, so you kind of have a goal there to get into this tournament. Why do they even bother with with including that many people? What do you mean? I I thought that was kind of a high number myself. I I don't know if that number was exact, but it's it's something like that. You think they just take like the top ten percent or something? Maybe, and they might do that further on down the line. You know, this is just okay. for the first like quote unquote major tournament that they have. Um, but that that's really for me the draw of Mario Golf is the is the online stuff, which is weird to say for a Nintendo system because that's usually their 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 downfall. Mm-hmm. But um, well, Dan, at the same time, it, it's it's, it's un- it, it all sounds really great, but at the same time, I don't feel like uh, the execution is very good. It's you know, I I get down there into that room and I'm just like overwhelmed and confused, and I'm yeah. just like, I just want to play golf. No, I know it it and it <laughs> is uh, it is not well executed. You're you're absolutely right. <clears throat> I think they could unify things a little bit better over, you know, I, I just think of Nintendo needs like an Xbox Live or a PS Plus, something, a little unification and it's, well, it's the online problem, things. Yeah, the, well, the problem with Nintendo stuff is uh, because all their things are made, you know, mostly for, for, ch- for children and young kids, I, I feel like they're paying too much attention to protecting their online users than they are like just making good online services. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is filtering out obscenities, but people still get clever and still figure out ways to get obscenities and obscene things into their comments or whatever, you know. It's human nature. Yeah. Drawing wiener pics and trying to get them past the filters and stuff. That's, That's why they had to cancel their note, uh, their exa- note game. Which, yeah, which is too bad because, <laughs> well, I don't know if they did, that, did, they did that or not, but people would put really good pictures on the on the Miiverse on the Wii U. Uh, surprisingly good pictures that they would draw on the on the gamepad. And you'd get one guy putting a wiener in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and ruins it for everybody. I'm, I'm glad that that's the reason they had to take it down. Just yeah. One dude. Wieners. Just a wiener. <laughs> it's way more than one dude, but... Uh... Shut up. <laughs> Some people would get creative. It was one dude and all of his friends. <laughs> it was me and my friends. 
Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the the online tournaments and stuff are are really fun. So. I'm with you 100%. Uh, I think that's the the greatest aspect of it. Uh, it took us uh, a little bit of work to find out how to actually set up a tournament to play each other. Yeah, it took me. Dan, a le- you want to talk about that a little? Three bit? or four days to figure it out. <laughs> I had to go like because because I I kept trying to uh, I kept trying to set it up you know because the the clubhouse is kind of where like everything happens where you go to the different courses and you get into tournaments from there. I had to actually e- exit that out and go into quick quick round or whatever yes um which it doesn't it that feels like you just throw them into a, onto a golf course you yeah, know there's, that's there, what i was confused about trying to get in it. exactly there's a lot of options under there that aren't just like quick round mm-hmm. i think is a quick round is i pretty sure it's what it's called it is yes um but yeah you go into there and then you have to go into tournaments and then you have to go into private tournaments uh finally i got like it took me five or six tries to figure out how to get it all set up and, and it took me five or six tries to find out where to go to get into yeah it. and you should be able to like <laughs> you should be able to, like, i should be able to send an invitation to the tournament to everyone on my friends list but like i had to i had to get a code i had to write the code i mean this is first world problems i guess and and well, lazy man's problems okay, but, but Dan, it's, an, it's, it's also annoying 2014 no, I know. It's, it should happen at the touch of a button exactly it's also annoying i had to send them this like 10 digit code yeah. 12 digit code and they all had to type it in and enter the tournament that way and silly. It's, it's it is silly um but that's that's mario golf it's fun though it is fun i've only played a couple tournaments mm-hmm. and uh, a hole on our tournament okay uh, but yeah, I really like it. It's a really good time kill. Just simple fun. Yeah, don't have to think too hard. There's also an award ceremony for when you, uh, when you complete a tournament, you go in and 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 see how you did in the awards ceremony. It's funny because I think one of the regional tournaments that I did, I went to the award ceremony, and the second place person was Dan, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me! I, I got second place in the st- <laughs> no, I wasn't even close. It was someone else named Dan." The, the the second place guy was like ten strokes slower than I was. So. Oh God! Uh, yeah, the... so uh, I played through the first uh, international tournament. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must have been. Um, and I got my score. I think it was like like a negative four or something, which wasn't very good at all. Four um, under par, Corey. Four under. Um, and I looked at the scoreboard afterwards, and the leading score, and I'm sure it's changed at this point, was under twenty four. Hacksaws? No. Just lives for Mario Golf. Lives it. And that was a U.S. guy. Everybody else was, uh, I think the next closest was like negative 20 or something, uh, followed by several others nearby, and they were all Japanese. Bubba Watson of Mario Golf. Yeah. It was insane. How do you get in, How do you get under 24? Had a lucky round, man. I That's got a like, birdie on every hole and, and a couple eagle eagles. on the par fives. Yeah, a couple eagles. It's like a perfect run in uh, Trials. He just had it going. Had it going. I'm happy when I get, like, a minus six by the end of a tournament. Yeah. Uh, But I also wanted to point out, I don't... This game doesn't do anything all that different from other golf games. No, it doesn't. Uh, I just... I honestly feel like the golf market has been so starved that this came out and people want to play some golf. And it's on 3DS at a reasonable price point. Everybody likes the Mario stuff. So I just... Right place, right time kind of thing. Yeah. I think you're right. Well, and and part of it is there's 40 million 3DSs floating around out there. And, you know, if it sells to a quarter of those people, that's 10 million people, you know, that that buy buy Mario Golf. And it's, like you said, it's cheaper than a lot of other 3DS games. It's only 30 bucks. So, Mm -hmm. 
Oh, and I yeah. think we'll play the shit out of some tournaments. Oh, definitely. Sure. Uh, the, you know, our, our tournament that we have now is the first of many. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm going to keep playing until I beat Dan's score. <laughs> Actually, right. Dan, That's we'll, uh, we'll have to tally championships. Okay. Keep us keep a running running I think total. That's probably a good idea. As long as that's I beat Corey and Eric. Why? Well, like I want to know how you got a negative eighteen, Dan. Nineteen. Cheated. It's nineteen now. Hack source. Right? How do you do that? I don't know. Uh, pretty much a birdie on every hole. Couple. I think I got a couple pars and a couple eagles. Yeah, but how do you do that? What do you mean? How, I, how well, does the process? What does your process go into? I, I think it helps. I think it helps <laughs> knowing knowing golf relatively well because I, I had a when I no. when I no it I think it does help. Yeah, knowing knowing <laughs> angles. Uh, you know when to use backspin, when to use front spin, um, when to use the hook and fade, that sort of stuff. I, I think that does help. Situational awareness on the golf course is is important. Corey, it's like when I get into firefights now from my battlefield days. I'm just better at it, you know. Yeah, because you know, right? Because <laughs> I've done it. situational awareness. Because you lived in Binghamton for a year, <laughs> two years. As you could see by the New York Valley Tour video, there wasn't a lot of that going on there. What gunfire? <laughs> yeah. Yes, there is. <laughs> yeah, different kind of guns. Right, right, right. Birdshot. Birdshot. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anywho. But yeah, no, it's it. I mean, a lot of it was knowing that course really well too. If any of our listeners get it, yeah, let us know. We'll invite we'll get you to a our tournament. Going, yeah, we'll fire it we up. Should, we should tweet out our uh, tournament links. Code we can not, do that. not no harm, right? Like, Corey, what no if cares if pink pink list gets in there? Our two thousand follow number two K. Okay, so that's Mario Golf. Anyone else have any thoughts on Mario Golf? Uh, I I like. I like the whole clubhouse thing, but again, like I just I don't know how the game works. I don't know where to go after I beat the three main courses, and it's like they tell me like, oh, now you can unlock costumes, but it's like costumes for what? They improve your stats. Oh, do they? Yeah. There you go, Corey. That's part of the process that Dan's using. Where does it tell you that though? Like, where it, does it go say? to the locker room? If you press start and go into change yeah. gear, like that'll tell you. The like, one, you, yeah, you have to go into the into the yeah the boutique to to buy the stuff, and <laughs> then you. You go into the start menu to, to like, actually equip it. Well, and this part of my process of getting into the tournament was going in every fucking door. Yeah. <laughs> Did that and I too. walk in, and it says boutique. I'm like, I doubt it's in the fucking boutique. <laughs> right. Oh, it's God. probably in the boutique. Dude, was, yeah, yeah, little did I know it was in the corner, the top right-hand corner of the boutique. <laughs> Not really, but uh, <laughs> you would imagine that's where Nintendo it, probably wanted it was, to put it. It wasn't where it, it should be. No, because the last place find. I was thinking was Quick Round. Right, exactly. <laughs> Knowing that I had to enter a 1,500-digit code to get yeah. into it, I was like, it's probably not under Quick Round. Right. Where's, <laughs> the only way to protect you from child predators. Yeah, lo- <laughs> where is long-ass process round? Where's that one? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, like, it's it's silly, but at the same time, I will say I would rather have no idea and figure it out on my own than have them hold my hand through like yeah. six hours of tutorials. Yeah, <laughs> no, they agree. need to find a middle ground there. That's true. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, get it. But though. anyway, buy it. It's, it's good. It's still yeah. It's it's really good. Thirty bucks. Good golf game. A lot of fun. Yeah. Good stuff. Yep, and I like the DLC courses, the, for, the the two that I've played so far. If I keep playing it, I'll probably buy them at some point. Yeah. I, I'm going to keep it. playing it, because if we're doing tournaments, I'll keep. I'll play shit out of it. Yeah. Okay, so Mario That's Golf, what, uh, good stuff. I made it my, uh, sometimes a guy just needs to duty bro game. Oh, did you? It's not a bro uh, game, though. 
No, that's not. But if you read the article, you'd understand. He did. Well, I'm not going to fucking read it. <laughs> it's too long. It's, it's more than a paragraph, probably. <laughs> Actually, that's the first one. That, no, I didn't read the Star Wars one either. Mm. I'm the worst. Yeah, you are. Star Wars one was good. It was good. Was it? I spent more time on the uh, Tamadachi Life one, though. I spent a lot of time on that, and only like 12 people saw it. What's with Facebook and doing that? Oh, whatever. I don't know, because... All right, so if you don't know what we're talking about, I've been posting article a day May. I've been trying to do this thing to get me to write every day, where I just write an article every day in May. Some of it's just whatever comes to the top of my head. Um, And I'm posting them on Facebook, and the Tamadachi Life one I posted, only 12 people saw. The Sometimes a Guy Just Needs to Duty Bro one I posted on Friday, like 200 people saw. I don't There's understand. There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. I, bullshit. It's, it's, it's an arbitrary Facebook thing. Well, yeah. a lot of people have said, like, Facebook pulls the bait and switch. Like, they'll, they'll, a lot of people will see your stuff, and then you post something and nobody will see it because they want you to spend the money to, to buy the ad oh, to, to get a lot of people to see it. That's why I want to operate independently of Facebook, but I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. It's frustrating. I mean, our social media platforms are our best way to like communicate and get yeah. stuff out there. But I just like Twitter a lot better than Facebook. Facebook, it's just too it's too hit yeah, or miss. But exactly, but Twitter is isn't far behind. They're gonna they're gonna start pulling some shit. I know. I agree. Well, I already don't use my Twitter as is. So how dare you? God, I'm fucking addicted to it. Me too. Why? Ugh. I love it. How else would I see girls getting hit with shovels? <laughs> That's <laughs> true. That did make that day good. Saying that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a thing? Like a tumbler? Girls hit, getting Dude, hit with shovels? No. Vine video. You haven't seen it? No. Oh. Send it to me. These oh. two skanky Corey. girls get in a fight and one gets bashed in the head with a shovel. Corey, I'll, I'll get one it's, for you. It was like, uh, what's that Olympic sport where they turn in circles and they throw it? Oh, uh, hammer throw? Yeah, hammer throw. It was like the fucking girl was like a hammer throw champion, and she hoings the shovel at the girl because she's running away. She hoings it at her and bashes the side of her head, and the girl drops and hits her head on the ground. It was great. Here, let me get this for you. It's it's nutty. But anyway, uh, do we want to talk Dark Souls 2? Yep. Yeah, I actually didn't play any more this week. Let's talk about some Dark Souls 2, Corey. Uh, I've, I've played, uh, quite a, quite a bit since the last time we spoke, yeah. um, but even that's not, not that much. Where you at? I mean... Just Sunday. What do you got going on? I don't even remember. Dan, where are you Sentinels? at? Have you beaten it yet? No, I haven't beaten it yet. I, I played th- maybe three nights this week for about an hour to two hours. I did some okay. PvP, actually, oh. Uh, oh, which nice. is, which is really fun. Uh, I, I didn't think I would like it very much, but it is really fun. I've invaded some worlds. Uh, I've gotten sucked into a couple people's worlds. I don't know exactly how that happened. They sucked me in as a gray spirit. Yep. What does that What does that mean exactly? Does that mean they see me running around and they throw something on the ground? No, 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 no. They wear uh, a ring. Wait, they sucked you in, or you got sucked into their world? I think That's they the sucked thing, me right? in. That's that the, same the same thing, thing, Corey. Yeah. So they can wear um, that one. The Belfry Luna was the one that I. No, that wasn't the one. I don't know. It's it's weird. It has something to do with their guild. Like, if they're wearing a ring or something, they can suck you right. into their world and attack you. Okay, because in Belfry Luna, they kept coming into my world to attack me, to fight me off. But this yeah. this, this was in Norris's, Noros's area, where all the lockstone things are. Oh, and the, with the rats? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they kept sec- they kept sucking me into their world, in that, yep. in that specific zone. And I'm not sure why that was, instead of... Instead of the other way around. 
I think the guilds just work differently. I, yeah. don't, I don't. I don't really know. But yeah, that happened to me too. Down okay. down in the well. Um, I, I had some victories. I had some heartbreak in in the PvP. Um, people are pretty respectful from what I found. Like uh, a couple when I invaded worlds, we would face off against each other and bow to each other, and then we'd go at it. And then, Ugh. like, if I would lose, well, I, I think that's fun. Yeah, but then when they kill you, they bow, and it's like, fuck you, man. That's fine. I do that, too. <laughs> it's res- respectful. It's a sportsmanship. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Would you rather get teabagged? I was going to say, they if they could teabag you, they would. Well, they, you can gloat, too, but they don't gloat. There's, uh, you know, the celebration things and, like, war cry emotes, you know, that sort of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I've, I've had fun with the PvP. I've I've enjoyed it. I haven't done that much of it, but... It's, it's it's a good time. Um. So yeah, I guess the most recent stuff I've done, I'm I'm now just remembering, was the uh, the uh, uh, iron iron keep uh, iron keep. Yep, yeah, I made a, fire stuff. I made it to iron keep too. You know, it was that so much a bastard. It was a bastard, and it was the type of thing where I would you know I would throw down my soapstone to help people, and I would get through it and help them and help them kill the boss. But then when it came my time and I summoned a couple of the people, we just lose every yeah. time, and it was so frustrating. And then finally we got it, um, but it was it was I spent way way too long on that. You know how like you'll cruise through the game and then you get to a point and it's just like yep. this is taking way longer than it should. Yeah, uh, that yeah that was me in the the Iron Keep. That's when I try to bounce around to other zones, but I'm getting to the point where I'm running out of those too. Um, yeah, I'm, well, yeah I, I've got a thing. couple like, bosses I, I, I've got to go back and fight. But I was having such a hard time with the Iron Keep that I went back to the Harvest Valley. Yeah, um, and then cruise through that no problem, and then I go back to the Iron Keep, and it's still like, and I don't have anything else to go to. Yeah, uh, but but I ended up getting through it, and I, I'm not even sure where I am now. I can't have that much longer to go. I feel like I've. There, there's like four big bosses that you have to fight and kill to get their souls to. And face I have off one. I have Where one. Where are the other three? I exactly. I'm the in the same boat. I only have one. Yeah. It's like what the fuck. Yeah. Um. But I, 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 I I'm having trouble in the Iron Keep because of the freaking archers in there. Yes. Um, because they do, they do like half of my damage with with one Ooh. arrow. Because well, I'm, that's right, I'm light, you're just I'm lightly armored. Yeah. So uh, they do a lot of damage, but you know I've been working on picking them off. I've I, the first boss that's over there that's kind of like near the beginning of that level. Uh, I fought once uh, as a as a ghost in someone else's. And, and I'm he, not sure he, which boss you mean. The one he, that he's the uh, heavily armored himself? guy. The heavily armored guy. That stab the big guy that stabs himself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only boss in the in the keep. Oh, it? is it? I I didn't go I didn't go that much further. I kept dying in that t- where the two turtle knights are. Yeah further on I, I kept dying over there so i actually lost like forty thousand souls up there oh because i died on my way back up there I'm so sorry it was brutal i actually know a guy that's beaten the game beaten new game plus and he's going through new game plus plus really wow. whoa there's two pluses that's crazy. there's nine pluses i think what yeah that's just silliness that's like uh what call of duty what's it what's it called Prestigious. prestiging <laughs> uh, but that's prestiging on steroids i think yeah that's crazy. He said the jump from new regular game to new game plus is pretty big. Is it? But after that, it's not as big. Okay. So. He probably levels out, I would imagine. Yeah. He said it's a lot harder to level up, though. Okay. Because it costs 
No, they cost it costs more. Oh, uh, a lot and the, more. And the the souls you get at the beginning probably aren't very much. Yeah, I don't like know. they are in the in the regular game. Yeah, but yeah, I'm still loving Dark Souls. I'm gonna hopefully beat Child of Light this week, and then hopefully get Child or uh, Dark Souls two beaten by Transistor time. But I don't know if that's gonna happen. Oh yeah, I'm trying to plot out my next moves right now. Yeah. Um, gaming wise, I'm not sure if I want to beat another shorter game like Octodad mm-hmm. before I get back into Dark Souls. Why? What? Why? What? Octodad's cool, man. It really is. I enjoyed the hour, or thirty minutes I played of it. I really did. Hour. Yeah, I'm round up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what I want to do yet. Kind of want to get another game off my list. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But I also want to do more streaming. Right. With FIFA. Which I want to talk about in a bit, but yeah. I want something to play with somebody. What do you want to play, That's Brad? What I want. I don't know, but I had such a good time playing Dota with uh, with people no that one. I just wish I had a game to play with people. No one wants and to play Dota. Fifteen. No one wants to play Dota anymore. Yeah, because it's a waste of time. Agreed. Wow. I could tell that. Jeepers, wow. cats. <laughs> no, I, no. I don't get me wrong. I, I love the game. Like I had a great wow. time playing it, but it like. I I play a match and then it's like, well, what did I accomplish? Exactly. Not nothing. Exactly. If you don't get a thrill from winning, you don't get anything out of that game, which makes me want to keep playing. Uh, I get well, I get a thrill yeah, for good. winning, but like after I win, it's just like, well, I won, but like as that, a human being, that what does that do for me? That feeling of winning doesn't pull you back in to want to do it again. Exactly. Well, yeah. as a human being, what is beating Dark Souls doing? Uh, it man. lets me say I beat Dark Souls, and that's a permanent and eternal thing. And it also goes on our beaten games list. So basically, um, you're doing it because of the beaten games. Not entirely. A lot of it is just is just the the idea of completing something. And that's you get more enjoyment out of Dark Souls, right? And something that's huge. Yeah, and also Dark Souls is uh, very rewarding. I'd it's argue that for win- getting a couple wins in Dota, but then again, I haven't played Dark Souls yet. So. Oh, God. I... Why haven't you played Dark Souls? I feel like you'd love it. Because I don't want to play on the mouse and keyboard, and I'm too lazy to hook my PS4 controller up and map out the controls. You should just Why? get a wired 360 controller. They're get cheap. a dongle. See, the thing is, is I want to use my PS4 controller because I don't like using the 360 one as much anymore. Uh, okay. I Why? Because I love the PS4 controller a lot. Oh, you're such a nerd. Shut up, you big queen. <laughs> Zing. Zing. Okay. Any other thoughts? Dark Souls 2? Nah, I'm still, looking forward to getting back. I, yeah, still you know what's kind of holding me back from getting back into it right now is that I know that I've just got these bosses. Yeah. I've got a, the Sentinels. There's a lot of bosses. And I still didn't... We, what's that? Can we just call it now and say Game of the Year? It, for me, it is right now. I can't imagine anything beating it, honestly, from what yeah. I've seen. Let's just call it now, and we won't even have to worry about it. Uh, uh, no. I'm not ready to throw in the towel just yet. Well, Will's <laughs> not going to give a game of the year. Are we going to do the Well, we should probably talk about that off the year, our formula. No, I think we should do the same formula. Well, we'll talk about it another time. Dark Souls is going to win. I don't know. If we use that formula, yeah. Well, you two are probably going to pick it. Not if Fallout 4 comes out. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. They're going to announce it this year, and you'll get it in three years. Uh, I hope not. Yeah, that would be brutal. What else did we play? This did year? Play anything else? Yeah, I played one, I played one more game. What'd you get? Uh, I played Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward. 
Oh, yeah. What's that about? It's a puzzle game, but it's also like an interactive novel. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and it's a little hard to explain, and I, I, I wish I had played the first game first because it, it would give me a better idea of what was going on. But, but basically what it is is your character is captured and put into this game, I guess you could say, uh, run by this evil, seemingly evil uh, AI rabbit, uh, it, which <laughs> yes. is really creepy. His name is Zero. Um and what you have to do is you like you're you're basically in a room and uh you have to f- figure out how to get out of the room and once you get you get out of the room initially um you you meet up with other people who are also in this game and the, the game has a has a deadly element too uh which which adds a layer of suspense but but basically like you know you'll go through a round and a round consists of um, figuring out all the puzzles in a room. And then at the end, um, because you know, you're, it's nine people and you're paired off into threes. Um, at the end of the game, you have to just, you go, you go and you, you, you vote, I guess you could say, and, uh, you can choose to ally or betray the, the person you're with. So it'll be two people and one person. Um, and, and the two people have to choose whether they want to ally or betray the, you know, the other person. I guess you Wait, could say. Wait, these are all like actual player characters? No. No, it's 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 just the story of the game. You pl- you play a character uh, named Sigma. Um okay. and you, you know, you you kind of get to know the the other characters through through the dialogue and stuff. Like I said, it's a interactive novel kind of um but like if you both choose to ally like on your you I'm going out of order here, but you have this you have yeah. this wristband that's deadly. Um it's 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 it looks like a watch and it's got uh, number three on it that you start off with and that those are your your like life points and if your life points get down to zero, um, it kills you because it's got like a lethal injection on it. Um, so you want to get up to nine so you can you can finally exit the game uh, and once you get to nine you can leave. So you want to you want to obviously build your points. So if you go into the into the voting thing at the end of the at the end of the round. And you choose ally, and the person you're paired with chooses ally, and you ally with each other. You all get two points. But if you choose to betray, and the other person chooses to ally, you get three points, and the other person gets minus two. So, oh, it's like game theory, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, and and the the way the way the pairings work, they're different every round. So you you have to know different people and choose whether or not to to betray or ally with with these different people. Why doesn't uh, everybody just pick ally? Then uh, that, everybody wins. That's every what time. I said. That's what I said. But uh, like, because the the first round uh, goes off without people knowing that that's what's happening. So some people are. Uh, at five points, some people are six points, some people are at one point. So the people that, that are at one point, if they get screwed again, uh, they're dead, you know? So by the second round, like, they, they really have to, their, their you know, self-preservation is, is key for them. So um, they don't want to take any chances. They're more likely to want to betray someone just because they don't want to. Uh, and if, if two people pick betray, then there's no points exchanged. So. Yeah. They don't want to. Uh, they don't want to go below zero and die. But it's it's a really cool game. Uh, I didn't I didn't know what to expect. I just you know saw the story and it seemed seemed kind of cool. But uh, I really enjoy it so far. Hmm. It's very very well done. Do you get a hard copy? Yeah. Yeah, you can also on Vita, right? Yep it's on it's on the it's on the Vita. Um, yeah, it, but it. Uh, Eric, it's it's a lot of uh, dialogue. I see that Corey's playing the thing. Yeah, I might not um, like that. But it's it's really good. It's all voice acted except for your character. You have to read. Oh, okay. So, um, but it is it is a lot of dialogue. And but I really like it. I've I've really gotten into the. I got really nervous when it came time to to vote 
and then when you go out you know vote after you vote you you go out and see what, what the what all the scores were and the pe- people that betrayed each other i was like oh my god it's terrible that's just how like humanity is. yeah i was lucky because the because i was paired with with someone named uh fee and uh we were luna i think was the other character that that we had to vote for and we we all allied so we all went up two points so we were up to five points uh but some people got pushed down to one point and some people <coughs> betrayed while the others allied and they got up to six points so uh it's it's definitely stressful i'm i'm and i'm definitely really into it uh it's not one i can really play with the kids around though because there's a lot of naughty language in it it's oh, a yeah. very very mature themed uh game so but it's it's really cool i really like it so far nice and i guess because of the 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 way characters and stuff can die the the ending can be drastically different i think there's like 30 different endings or something like that so wow that's also really neat cool yeah uh so that's all i played did you play anything well bravely default i mean i'm at hour 42 and everybody's level 70 Mm -hmm. not much to talk about you should be able to power through at this point yeah uh chapter four five whichever (coughs) one i'm in is uh kind of difficult because you have to go back and refight every boss you had fought before so chapter five chapter five so that's taking a little bit but i mean they just have the more life they don't do like very much more damage Mm -hmm. so uh yeah working my way through it slowly but surely and i played the show I will say I like it uh-huh. from what I played so far. I only played one or two games, but nice. what is it you like about it? The show? I don't understand well, we're baseball. Doing a, we're doing an episode, episode about on it next week. Yeah, I like baseball. You guys forget that I'm the one that likes baseball. Freak. Okay. I don't forget. I'm just I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean I'll talk about it more next week. But Did you score any touchdowns? <laughs> uh, I scored. I think I only got like three runs both games. It's kind of hard. They should come out with a new Mario baseball game. Oh, right. They should let Mario you go to the clubhouse and strikers. do drugs and then come out and play more baseball. Hit home runs. <laughs> yeah. Go, up. Going back to Mario baseball, yeah, the one on the Wii U, or the Wii, Wii was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was very good. A lot of, for whatever reason, the Mario sports games, I always have way more intensity playing with people than I do with actual sports games, besides NHL, of course. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're great. They are great. Strikers, we talk about when we play Strikers. Strikers great. Mm-hmm. They need to make a new one. Tennis? Mario they Tennis? Will. Tennis. There was a Mario Tennis for the 3DS. Oh, was there? Oh, yeah. is there? Mm-hmm. Might have to pick that yeah, up. Yeah, might Word. be getting it. Amazon. I, I saw it floating around on there one day. I was like, I didn't know they... I, I mean, I didn't start playing 3DS games until I got uh, Fire Emblem yeah. last, last oh. fall. So Boy, do I want to play Fire Emblem again. That's good stuff. But yeah, I mean, that, that that's it. Bravely Default. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Eric? What'd you play? Uh, I think the only thing I wanted to talk about was uh, mostly towards Michael and Minnesota. I've been playing Trials Fusion mm-hmm. to try and atop my leaderboard. Mm-hmm. Um, my, somebody that I made friends with just from streaming has beaten me in quite a few tracks, but I wanted to make sure that I was beating people that I actually had you. contact with. Right. Um, so I just wanted to see if Michael had noticed that I topped him. <laughs> Is he st- repeatedly? Is he still in the chat? Yeah, he is. Them's fighting words. He's gonna fighting wanna, words. He's gonna want to come back now. Yeah, but that's it. Okay. That's why that game is great, though. Nice, you know, because uh-huh. I can go back, kill twenty minutes, jump back off. So that's your duty, bro. Game. Yeah, yeah, I guess competitive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Corey, <laughs> what's up, bro? What do you got? What did you What'd you play? Um, let's see. Nothing. 
Nothing. <laughs> oh, you know what I did play? Uh, I've been playing on my phone. I've finally gotten to Infinity Blade 3. The mobile gamer that I am. Nice. <laughs> you really are. Uh, no, I like Infinity Blade 3. I liked the first two. Uh, the third one's cool because it's more, it's more of a story and more of a, like a linear uh, narrative. Uh, and you can actually choose between two characters for a lot of things. Um, so it's 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 a little bit it's a little bit cooler. Uh, you guys are you guys might call me crazy, but I feel like if they were to make a Dark Souls mobile game, it would be Infinity Blade. Okay. Uh, it's just that whole like environment and setting and in in that like whole mystery kind of thing. I I feel like Infinity Blade is a perfect fit uh, for Dark Souls. Uh, yeah, gameplay is totally different, but it, you know it would be on a mobile device relative to its its console and PC counterpart. But uh, yeah, it, it it does a lot of a lot of things right. And I've talked about all the Infinity Blades in the past, but uh, I feel like it's a it's a perfect game for hardcore gamers on a mobile device. And you know you get your RPG and your your cool gameplay mechanics and all that stuff in uh, in Infinity Blade. And and I recommend them. I don't, I don't remember how much I paid for Infinity Blade Three. I I feel like it was a deal that I I bought a, a few few months back, um, so I don't know. But yeah, they're they're great games, and it's it takes advantage of uh, the controls on a mobile device. And if you're into to hardcore games, I feel like this would be a game that uh, most people would like. So is it on Android? Stamp of approval. I think it is. It's gotta be. I'm checking right, right now. It's it's Epic Games, <sighs> uh, like mobile soiree, mobile into what am I trying to say? Soiree into mobile. Is that a good phraseology? It's as good as we're going to get out of here right now, I think. What's the symbolism? Hey, speaking of Dark Souls, because you mentioned that again, uh, apparently the dude that made Dark Souls has been working on a different game. Yes. Yep. Uh, Giant Bomb was talking about it and said it looks a lot like a Dark Souls game, but with guns. Oh, that sounds That's cool. cool. Yeah. That sounds, Just throwing that sounds out there. neat. Maybe we'll see some at E3. Well, that's like the former Respawn, you know, the former Call of Duty developers making Respawn, which feels like a, like a Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Destiny and Halo. It feels very yeah. similar. That's it's a little bit different, though. Let's be fair. Huh? Well, no, let's be fair. Different well, kind not. of game. It, I, he made one Dark Souls. No, I know. Didn't but, he make Demon Souls, too? My my yeah, my point is someone someone spinning off and, and but making a similar type of game. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the same with Shadows of Mordor and uh, oh, yeah. Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed, yeah, because it's a lot well, of the former developers. I mean, I Eric, you you also love uh, Hotline Miami. Yeah. How cool would it be to have like triple uh, A Hotline Miami? I don't think I need it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I can't go with you on it. No, I don't. I don't need it either. But that's like what I picture this uh, Dark Souls with guns game being yeah 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 i guess i could see it now that you mention it yeah yeah i could see that that was a tough game kind of a trial and error mm-hmm. yeah, yeah combat puzzle it. as we put it is that how we so eloquently put it we did we were very eloquent about it nice you guys are so smart <laughs> we've been doing this stupid podcast for how many years <laughs> almost three <laughs> feels like ten Feels like an eternity. <laughs> Where, what's my ROI? In. Return on my investment. return on investment. <laughs> we haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> this poor. Uh, 
Con- feedback time? Continue. Yeah. Unless, Court, do you have anything else you played? Uh, I don't, but I'm going to run to the bathroom. You guys okay. can start feedback. I'll be right back. I can't open feedback for whatever reason. Say what? It Here just says file can't be opened. Do we want to take a break and figure it out? We could take a break, yeah. Yeah, let's take a break. Then. We'll be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 146 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, we are now in feedback. We got our feedback all sorted, so uh, here it goes. Uh, Twitter, Holy Goalie says, I rented Dark Souls 2. I thought it was boring doing the same battle over and over. Thoughts, fellas? Disagree completely. Yeah. Completely um, agree. In er, er, in the early game, I could see it being a bit repetitive, uh, as you kind of you you've got to grind a little bit at the beginning of yeah. the game. But uh, once you start progressing and stuff, you you start uh, uh, unlocking your, your well, figuring out how to play the game for one thing, right? Um, especially someone like me who didn't have that much experience with Dark Souls, uh, you know, repetit- repetition, you know, kind of builds that muscle memory, and you learn how to play the game and the ins and outs and stuff. So. Yeah. Corey, thoughts? Um, I just want to say... I agree. And I think we could agree this game is not for everybody. No. No, definitely and not. And he just might be that guy that it's not for. Right. And I totally get that. Yeah. No, Which it's game? Definitely I'm not. sorry I missed it. Dark Souls 2. <laughs> game of the year. Uh, I, Who is this game not for? Duty Bro. It's not for Duty Bro. No, I, th- I could see somebody not being into Dark Souls. I really could. I mean, it's... it's, it's it, it can be grindy, like Dan said. It's... It's got a steep learning curve. Yeah. Somebody that doesn't yeah. have the time to put into it is not going to be into that kind of thing. Kind of can't thing, be too. The thing about Dark Souls is, I feel like it's it's for there. Okay, so there's like gaming personalities and there's people personalities, and I feel like aside from people personalities, every gamer would be into it. But if your people personality isn't suited for Dark Souls, you're not going to like it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like, uh, oh man, I can't even think of a good example in the gaming universe. Travel Dark light. Souls 2. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Dave, I'm sorry you didn't like it. I wish you did. Yeah. But you are a Bruins fan, so the lack of character kind of shows through there. <laughs> Facebook. Uh, Idaho Jake says, hey guys, I sent you an email for feedback last week and I'm not sure if you didn't get it or you just missed it, but I bought Disney Infinity for the reason of a possible Marvel and Star Wars characters and now they are coming. I played about an hour of Child of Light and I like it so far. I rented Dark Souls 2, but I let my Xbox Live expire so I had no online help and I'll say it's not the game for me. I also rented Game of Thrones game because I have been watching the show and the show is awesome, but the game is horrible. The show reminds me of Skyrim and I highly recommend it. I canceled my pre-order for Elder Scrolls Online and bought Bound by Flames. It, to me, is Dragon Age 2.5 because there are a lot of similarities in the world. The combat is the same, uh, but this game doesn't have the greatest voice acting, but I can deal with it. I have a question for you all. What video game world would you like to live in and what game would you not (sighs) want to live in? For for me, I would like to live in Skyrim uh, as the Dragonborn, and I wouldn't want to live in The Last of Us. Since E3 is about a month away, uh, each of you give me three predictions. Well, that's it for me later. Uh, So he bought Disney Infinity for the Marvel characters and Star Wars characters, which I know the Marvel characters are coming. I haven't heard anything yet. I haven't heard confirmed about the Star Wars characters. I can only imagine that they are going to have those, though. Um, That's a huge draw for, for Disney Infinity, definitely. I uh, played about an hour of Child of Light and liked it. Rented Dark Souls 2 
but didn't have any online help. I cannot imagine, uh, especially some of the harder bosses uh, playing. And one of the early bosses, the Pursuer, mm-hmm. I can't imagine trying to fight him uh, without help. No. Uh, I, I st- still say even at level like 100 and I think I'm 100 level 105. I still think I would have trouble with the damn pursuer. He's, he was a tough boss. Yeah. So I can't imagine not having, I wish I could help. find some fucking help. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what the deal is, but honestly, I think part of it, like people are past way past. You think the more point people you... were buying it though. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, frustrating. Occasionally I'll have trouble finding someone, but not, not usually, not usually. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the bosses that I fought with help, I, I've uh, had trouble or had yeah. to wait a little while. But uh, what about you, Corey? Dark Souls Two, no online help. Uh, I honestly, I cannot imagine playing that game without any online no. help. I and feel not, like I'd hate it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And not even just the, the help with the bosses, but the the notes that you get mm-hmm. uh, oh, that, yeah. pe- that people leave or the blood stains are super helpful. That would take the, a lot the, out of it in the single player game. Uh, I would I, not have found a single secret without the messages. Yeah. Yeah, so you're definitely uh, not getting the full Dark Souls experience. Um, I, I Honestly, like, because so, the, the past couple times, one of the times I played it last week, the, the, the servers were down, and I just I stopped playing it. I was like, I can't do this without notes and bloodstains to help me uh, mm-hmm. progress. So uh, let's see. Game of Thrones game, horrible. I've heard that. I've heard that too. I feel like I've heard that the best Game of Thrones game is the uh, Crusader Kings Two mod. Yeah. that's Game uh, of Thrones based. Yep, I've heard. I've heard the same. So, uh, show reminds me of. Oh, he loves the show. Show reminds me of Skyrim, and I highly recommend it. That's a good point. I never even thought of it like that. But yeah, it's it's it has that perfect balance of you know mostly medieval uh, grounded setting, but it also has these weird kind of. Uh, fantasy elements to it that that's really good but yeah that's a, that's a really good comparison for people that aren't familiar with this show uh-huh Whew. uh cancel his... <laughs> <laughs> how's that whiskey treating you over there Corey? oh i've drank way too much of it nice but i'm uh, good let's go i canceled let's my keep pre- moving i canceled my pre-order for elder scrolls online and bought bound by flames i good actually choice. i actually wanted to ask you what bound by by flame was like I hadn't heard good things, but he streamed um, it yesterday. I think. Yeah, I, I didn't get the opportunity to watch, but who did? Jake, I Jake. believe. Yeah, um, I should have watched. It is. It is a game that I'll, I will get eventually, probably when it's on sale. And part of it too is my my gaming schedule is kind of crammed right now, and there's a lot coming out this month, and then early next month that's, that there's a lot of stuff coming out too. So my schedule is a little. I am also interested crushed. in that game. Yeah, it looked it looked neat. It didn't get what is, it didn't what is review it? well. It's an RPG, like an action RPG. It looks a little bit like Dark Souls. It looks a little bit like Dragon Age Two. It's a little, like kind of a mix of those. Those watching things. Corey repeatedly try to spell gameplay while he types it in on YouTube was I was infatuated. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, a question: What video game world would you like to live in, and what video game would you not want to live in? Well, Mass Effect for one I want to live in. I, what I wouldn't. Last of Us. I don't want to live in that world. That's an awful world. Yeah. Yeah, Jake said Last of Us, too. For a world he didn't want to live in. Uh, I would like to live in the uh, Skyward Sword world. That would be pretty sweet. I'm going to pick Skyrim. That's a pretty generic answer, but I can't think of a better one. Yeah. You know? what? Well, I don't know. I... 
I mean, the medieval times, that always draws me in. Like, I'm, I'm pretty into that. Yeah. See, I, I would go Will's route and go science fiction. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe Mass Effect or something like EVE Online. You know, science fiction, yeah. planetary travel. That's some, that that's sounds a, safe, though. I know. That's what I'm saying, Skyward Sword. I feel like I'll be safe. That could be the I biggest mean, queen of an answer. I might be. I might be. That. I might just be a, a colony farmer, but at least there's cool things happening in the stars. M. Nell said Mass Effect. Yeah. Jake said 2015 Star Wars. 2015 Star Wars. Okay. I wouldn't want to live in GTA 5 because then that'd be normal world. That's no fun, <laughs> right? So. We already know that's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> or wait, is he describing Mass Effect as 2015 Star Wars? Maybe. No. I don't know. He well, said that before we were talking Mass Effect. What about that. Guild Wars 2, Dan? Yeah, that's fine. Because uh, it's, it's got some steampunky stuff. What the hell is wrong with you guys? You said what? Skyward Sword. <laughs> like, you can't talk. You can't say anything. Harvest Moon, Corey? Yeah, you don't want to live in the clouds and hang out in the clouds. That's neat. <laughs> No, and you only want to because you're drunk. But I'm more likely to pick science fiction type of, type right. of setting. You know what Silverman would pick? What? Dark Souls. See, if there were more people in Dark Souls, I wouldn't want to be all by my lonesome. Oh, no, I wouldn't want to be there at all. That sounds awful. I would get that killed. That sounds worse than being in The Last of Us. I would no, get killed in Dark I would get killed in Dark Souls too. If I had compadres to travel the worlds with, I think it'd be awesome. But by myself I would blow. Um, that's why I'll pick Skyrim. Oh, yeah, I would get. Uh, I would get I killed. I got mine. Shaq Fu, done. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Shaq Fu world boy. Curl, you're they're really making jumping the shark, Corey. They're making Shaq Fu too. Are they? I yeah, heard they that are. someeplace. Oh, Heck no yeah! Way. I'm gonna pre-order it. Oh yeah, the the Disney Infinity uh, stuff. We talked about I mean, that already. Yeah. He says the 2015 Disney Infinity Star Wars. Oh. That's what he's talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's when the Star Wars stuff is going to start coming out for Infinity. Okay. Yeah. Is that well, what he's saying? That's the thing. Like people forget about you know the Disney Infinity stuff. Like Star Wars stuff is coming real soon. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I think we got that. Uh, E3 predictions. We'll probably save that. Do you want to do that next week? Have three E3 predictions. Uh, maybe for roundtable. I can tell you right now, I will probably text Dan at least three times telling him I have a boner. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to be a given. Yeah. We'll, we'll all have. As long as you don't tweet from our Twitter how much PlayStation jizz you're swallowing. <laughs> Why do you just assume that I'm going to love that? Because <laughs> you did last year. Well, because it was great. <laughs> You tweeted. You tweeted from Thumbstick Athletes. God bless you, PS4. So what? <laughs> they did a good job, and we all bought one except for you, and you had one pre-ordered. It's true. Yeah, but I canceled it. And you're getting one because of NHL. Uh, I don't know. I might get an Xbox. Why would you get an Xbox? Because we all have Playstations, and we're all no, gonna get. That's uh, not true. I have. Core, I have an Xbox. Are anyway. you, would you really get NHL for your Xbox? If Corey's getting it, fuck yeah, because he's going to play it more than you guys. That's absolutely true. He's Corey gonna... will play NHL more than you. I don't no know doubt. about that. No. I am... no d- Corey... NHL is the fall game I'm looking forward to the most right now. Corey will play it more than you. I will argue sure. that. Definitely not. You can argue it all you want. I'm definitely the most excited game for I can tell you he'll play right it more now. than me. That's guaranteed. But, yeah, and, I mean, TV, bro. Mm. You know? <laughs> 
Yeah, do you want to do three three E three predictions maybe for next week? Yeah, we can do that next week. Okay, because uh, I would have to give some thought into that. Yeah, me too. Uh, so that'll be that'll be roundtable for for next week. I will try and remember. I'm not good at remembering things, so one of us has to remember and remind the others. I vote sometime, will sometime during the week. Wait, I'm not going to remember. Are you kidding me? What? Why don't let's just ask somebody to remind us? Please remind us, because <laughs> we we are all extremely forgetful. So and or drunk. So yes. Uh, okay, this is from our a comment from our website from Packy is Pack, who says nothing to do. Got the day off. My game would be. This is in, in response to Corey's article about about uh, Call of Duty, bro. Yeah, and bro, you know, bro, a little bit of bro gaming. Uh, my game would have to be Payday Two. Uh, heisting with the bros and not having to wake up the next morning is always a good time. I really wanted to play that game. I still want to play it. I I have it on PS3 because okay. it was free. But like I have nobody to play with. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and I think that his point is it's it's fun to play with your with your buds. And uh, Will and Corey both played it a little bit together. Right? Yeah, we did. It was fun, right? Yeah, it was a lot of fun actually. I mean, I played it more with my other friends than I did Corey. Okay. It's hard to pull off a good uh, heist though. Yeah. It is really hard unless you have somebody who's really talented. Well, you guys haven't had me play with you yet. <laughs> Probably pretty good at it. Corey's gonna cut a bitch. Uh, anyway, so thanks for that, Tito. In that's LA. a new listener. Uh, we're supposed to do shots for new listeners. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. There I don't is. have any. I don't have oh. any. Uh, we might have something. I don't think we do. <laughs> Dan, that's all right. You you do the shot, bud. I'll do the shot. There is some other stuff in there, but that a boy, Dan. I'll just do it in this coffee mug. Straight up. I'm glad you remembered, Corey, because I sure didn't. EW Green Label. Uh, tell us where you're from. I think... Did I look it up? Did you? I might have. I don't recall at this point. Well, if you get a chance... Yeah, let, it, let, let us know where you hail from, sir. Or madam. I think it's a, I think it's a, a dude. Well, yeah. He's talking about bros. Yeah. Well, I guess girls could have bros. That's true. Down the hatch. a boy. Ugh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yippee, skippy, peanut butter, and Is jam. Is that just the worst? <laughs> Dan's dying. What was it, Dan? Evan Williams Green. <laughs> oh. <laughs> green label. Uh, I was expecting Jack Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. <laughs> Note to self. Oh. Uh, get a decent bottle of booze. <laughs> you okay? I'm good. You want some water that's clouded? No. <clears throat> I don't need a chaser. Clouded water. You think I'm a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <clears throat> that's gross. <clears throat> gross. Yeah. Oh. That's why I turned it down, Dan. I don't blame you. I've had it. <clears throat> <sighs> I don't think I can read. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> What Somebody you... get Dan a drink. <laughs> Will Will offered him some of the sperm water that we have sitting on the table. It's all cloudy. I'm not a wimp. Yeah, you but know, it's nasty. He's I'll, not I'll a wimp. Wa- he just can't <clears throat> see. I'll wash it down with a beer. That's, that's the thing that's funny. Like as much as uh, as much as I like liquor, I'll never take a shot of liquor and be cool about it. I'll always like cough and just oh like, yeah. Ugh. Same here. You I, know what you do? I, just own it. I can put Jack Daniels down the hatch, no problem. But 
That's good whiskey, not that. Oh, just gotta own it. If that Evan Williams stuff's nasty. Mm. That's better. Wash it down with a Pabst. <laughs> Nothing but class here. <laughs> Evan Williams Green and PBR. So happens on that, a Saturday night podcast. I remember one time going out to going out to me and Corey and John Lega and uh, our cousin Chris were going to a party and we did shots of. Was it Mr. Barton's vodka? Oh, charcoal filtered, straight. It was either that or Nikolai vodka. It was one of the cheapest bottles you could buy. <laughs> you know the the crappy plastic bottle. Yeah, Barton's. It was awful. I think it was Barton's. It was, and they put yep. charcoal filtered on there as like a selling point of wow, this must be really good. And you read it, you're like, oh, that sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, it, it's something one you have to mix with things. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, Tito in LA, what are your guys' thoughts on EA or Epic's plans for Unreal Tournament? They're making it free, supposedly not free to play, but just plain free and crowdsourced. They plan on making money from the mods people make for the game. Anyone could choose to sell their mods, and the company will take a cut of the profits. I like the idea, considering they don't need to reinvent the wheel with Unreal Tournament. The game is already plain fun, awesome weapons, and a variety of game modes. I assume this is a this is low risk for them because they are just taking Unreal Tournament assets and putting it in Unreal Engine 4. So it's not like they spent a ton of a lot of money making the game and it's being run by a crew of Unreal Tournament veteran programmers. I like the plan because it seems like they're just taking an old IP and just re-releasing it for free. Their line of thinking may be cashing in on the mod community because Unreal Tournament is kind of uh, this is the kind of game that will benefit greatly from awesome mods. Think Skyrim. Better graphics, cool skins, and char- character models, new insane weapons, better AI for bots, unique game modes, and probably the best of all, maps. I'm really excited. Uh, I, I agree, Tito. I think I think that's great that they're they're trying that. And there's a few other games that do that. Doesn't like Team Fortress do that? They do. Where you player player created content, they can sell it. Hats. Um, hats and stuff, yeah. And uh you know, when when you sell it, the Valve gets a cut of the profits, but the player gets the rest of it. There's a few games that do that. And Is I think Team Fortress he, that far into it? I didn't realize they were. I think so. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. That's all right. And I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my throat's real raw right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. And, and I'm all for different ways of monetizing that aren't just raping your wallet, you know? Sure. It's not uh it's not a sleazy free to play model. It's you download the game for free. If you wanna if you wanna buy mods for it, you can, you know. That's let me ask you this. Me. Yeah. Go Did ahead. you guys feel I got this impression a couple times that <laughs> Child of Light was just a really good Rayman mod? No. It does feel okay. a lot like Rayman, but it doesn't feel like a mod. Okay. Some of the platforming stuff's the same, but that's about it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't played enough Rayman to really comment. No. <coughs> Jesus. But yeah, uh, no. I don't, I didn't feel like I said. There's similar. There's similar elements to it. Like uh, controlling Igniculus is a little bit like controlling Murphy in in Rayman Legends. Uh, collecting the orbs is a little bit like collecting the teensies. Yeah, Not because teensies. they do the same like. They light one of them, yeah. and then you need to follow the trail of the lighted <laughs> ones. Yeah, but that's about it. That's that's the end of the similarities for me. So, but that's all I got. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, I'm excited for Unreal Tournament too. It's a throwback. I, I haven't played an Unreal Tournament in a long time. <clears throat> so that'll be fun. It'll be nice to see what it looks like on, on in Unreal Engine 4. Uh, you know, that's one of the next, the new big engines. So Bombay Flame looks sweet. Yeah, it kind of does. <coughs> I agree. That's one. It might it might not be well criti- uh, critically acclaimed uh, very well, but you know the the users seem to like it a lot better than than the critics. So it's probably got some redeeming elements and stuff. You know. <clears throat> all right, I think that's everything. Right? Oh, is that all? That's all. Oh no! I mean, you can keep talking. I wanted it. to talk some Share Factory, but I think I'll oh, do it next week. That's right. Okay. What's Share Factory? It's the it's the video editing tool for uh, PS4 that they put on oh. the last update. Pretty sweet, uh, actually. Dave in Boston, one of our listeners, put a gameplay video <clears throat> of Daylight up, mm-hmm. where he does commentary over the top of it. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit, and I am gonna try to start putting together like FIFA highlight reels <clears throat> on a regular basis. Nice. And I'd like to, when NHL 15 comes out, we'll play games against one another and do commentary. <clears throat> play by play. <clears throat> yeah. I think that could be really fun, that especially if we get liqueured up first. Oh, yeah. That's I think that'll idea. be really fun. And if listeners have other ideas of what they might want to see us do with it, we could play games and do kind of like walkthroughs <laughs> or demos of games. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm actually, for this episode, I'm going to do uh, just a brief video running down some of the mechanics and what you're going to see in, in battles. You know, it'll be five to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to start doing that for every episode that I can record, you know, on, on PC or even mm-hmm. PS4 mm-hmm. <clears throat> and putting those up on our YouTube channel. So you can so you can see what a game looks like in action. I wanted to do one for Dark Souls, and I, but I just haven't had time this week, so... Uh, maybe I'll be able to get to that too. <clears throat> so it's all good things coming out of Thumbstick Athletes. Yeah, uh, we're working real hard this month. I'm gonna try to put a little more effort into some content, <laughs> but this could work out nicely for me because if I do some FIFA highlight reels, it's fairly easy to use, and mm-hmm. I enjoy playing that game a lot. Yeah. So yeah. nice. <laughs> what? Yeah. People are having sex on their PS4 live broadcast cameras. Oh, the, I've, the, I've the heard about that. Playroom or whatever that is? <laughs> yeah. I've heard about Good that. Good for them. Does, yeah. that, does that surprise anybody, though? No. No, not at all. It's yeah. amateur porn's all it is. Yeah. Whatever, man. Unscripted. Is there money in that? Are they making money off of it? I don't think so. Well, it's, then called pro- it's called prostitution. Time. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> but, yeah, if any listeners have any, any ideas or anything they'd like to see us do as far as that goes, let us know. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that everything? Yeah, Michael's new album comes out on Tuesday, so make sure everybody picks it up. Who? What? Damn it, Corey. Michael Jackson's new album. Oh. How is he putting a new album out, by the way? What do you mean, how? Isn't he dead? Yeah, he's dead. How was doesn't, a new album? I don't understand. Doesn't Tupac still come out with an, al- an album every <laughs> three or four years? L.A. Reid went into the Jackson vault. <clears throat> what a bunch of shit. It's actually pretty good. Okay. That'll do it for episode 146 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Black